whoever you are, whoever you are out there, fusion rifle sidearm enthusiasts with high frame rates, uh, God bless your cotton socks or dune lunches. Good job. Uh, exotics. Here we go. This is this is a bit more a bit more yeah. bristle in this because you know everything above was basically positive. <laughs> right, Vex. Mm-hmm. The changes to Vex reduce aim assist stat by twenty five. Don't know what that means. It's less, so it's going to be worse. Good. Reduce linear fusion rifle mode aim assist cone scalar. Here we go. We're in the. Fucking I know this is going to happen. We're in fucking Drewski's <laughs> From 1.1 to 1.05. What the fuck now does that mean? Apparently that, that is a big difference. Okay. Well, I believe. Small, small, small changes are big differences when you talk about cones because it's... You know, it's it's uh, not uh, an exponential thing, right? Like the further uh, yeah, yeah, degrees. Yeah. Like you change the degrees of it and it... You change half a degree a and it makes a big difference at the... You know, not a big difference yeah. at the start, but a big difference at the end. Yeah. Uh, now requires three eliminations for full overcharge instead of two. Cool. But, like, I mean, they're just harder to well, do. Vex came, Vex came in pretty fucking strong, and it, it it's a bit of a monster, so... Yeah. Uh, I'm fighting line a little bit critical that it's in here, because, honestly, I use... Uh, and I know that people fucking still get angry about <laughs> grenade launch, special grenade launches, but using a uh, ignition code, slow shot ignition code for like the last six months, I still couldn't hit a fucking barn door with fighting line. So the fact that they are like, oh, hang on, we don't want this to be too strong, it's already shit. Like, it's already pretty shit. Unless it's in really competent hands, which I guess is probably what they're worried about. There is a big fandom for Fighting Line, which I did not know existed. There were multiple people on the live stream Crazy. constantly posting that, no, we are in a Fighting Line Discord. We're all watching together. Can you please <laughs> ask this question? The Fighting Line Enthusiast Discord. <laughs> yes. Fucking hell. Um, look, I appreciate the enthusiasm, and I'm really sorry I couldn't get to your question, because it was all... Actually, I'll read the question to you. There's a subreddit as well, r slash <laughs> Regarding the fight lighting, thank you for the upcoming changes there. I appreciate it. Do you foresee any spamming issues, the ability to have a seven-second hundred reload speed, and will the reload buff be refreshed or static? Also, this... Is the team aware of the melee delay after firing the fighting lion? We're not cooking flying melee simultaneously. That, that, that was, um, that's a good question because it asks three questions. I have a question. Here's three. <laughs> that's how you know someone's really invested in it. Like, one ants will not do them. I don't well, know. One, of the, one of the good questions was, though, so, oh, let's just talk about the changes. So, flying lion... Remove multi-hit requirements. So if you deal any damage, you get the reload buff, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And the good question someone asked, which unfortunately I didn't get a chance to ask, was I wonder if that buff stays for seven seconds or if it goes away after you shoot and reload. 
Yeah, dude, so you could potentially get off multiple shots with the one buff. It really, yeah, really quickly, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. Who knows? Like next comment, are you aware of the location of my stable above you? That's a fucking <laughs> deep cut from office space. If anyone's old enough to know that shit, I don't get it. Yeah, you'll have to watch it. <laughs> anyway, you'll be able to shoot fighting lion, get um, a quick reload, and uh, that's about it, right? Yeah. Fighting line doesn't. Does fighting people were saying fighting line doesn't one shot if you direct hit. Does it one shot direct hit? Not in my experience, but I I am useless with it. I, I don't know why. Like I've used grenade launchers extensively over the last however long, and I'm still shit with it. I I assumed that you know yeah. Okay, that's what they wanted to. It's a mop up weapon, really. Like that, that's that's the way I view it. Uh, Arbalest. Uh, now has intrinsic any barrier. I don't know if that's going to change anyone's life, but it's cool. That's good. It's, you know, I mean, I guess it's one less mod you have to sit on your shit if you're yep. juggling something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can jump in with the kinetic exotic and, and have intrinsic any barrier. That seems, seems pretty cool. Um, sleeper simulant. I, I don't have sleeper. It's one of those guns that's been around for forever, and I don't have it. I might need to... It might be another shameful kiosk purchase. <laughs> and I bought a of stuff from the kiosk. Don't, don't, don't let it shame you. <laughs> Imagine that's already well down that <laughs> slippery dip and shame. <laughs> Slide if you're American, not slippery dip. Uh, all right, so for sleeper, increased magazine size from 3 to 4. That's 25% if you're playing along at home and like mouse. Uh... Increased PVE damage by 6%. That's 6% if you're playing along at home and you like maths. Is, that, is this going to change anyone's life? I don't know. No, I think, you know I think this, this won't make sleep at the best, but I think it'll make it competitive. Make it stronger? Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I guess it's important to have it there as a viable option because you don't see it all that much anymore. Yeah. It used to be the no-brainer. Uh, Suros Regime. I do like the Suros. I don't like the model of Suros, but I like the idea and the vibe of Suros. Oh, mate, the sound of Suros it reminds me of D1. It it sounds of, it, 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 Very nostalgic. It stinks of D1. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> Alright. Dual road. Dual road. Fuck me. Dual mode receiver. Dual road receiver. Dual mode receiver mode. Now grants the following in addition to its current effects. Plus 30 range, that's considerable. And plus 3, zoom. Um, zoom. zoom. I can't remember what he said about this, but basically... It just makes it a bit gooder. Oh, do you know what they did talk about? This was an interesting conversation. Yes. Having it on a hold to change mode. Um because you've got to go in, right, and select the, the perk yeah, yeah. on your... Uh, yeah. And it was like, essentially, it would be fantastic, but it requires essentially building the whole fucking gun again. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. This is the way it's coded. It's not practical. <laughs> and it's like, it's easy if you do it from the start, but to rework it, 
it takes time. And they have reworked other stuff, like Cry the which is kind of the same thing, but um, sort of a similar. Um, that'd be cool, but I don't know that like. Actually, I think it would be really useful when that done. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you have range and you yeah. have close distance, yeah. Yeah, you'd be able to yeah. sort of switch between it being a, a long-range, you know, beast and, and just a shredder up close. All right, Cryesthesia, 77K. They've removed the variable trigger completely. Now fires on trigger press instead of release, which is end canony more than, you know, that was a bit weird. Uh, this will make it feel more responsive. Uh, charge shot. Moves to the special reload, so more like an Izanagi's than it, where it was. Yeah. Uh, getting a final blow with the sidearm enables access to the special reload, so cool. Different to the Izanagi's, but you'll figure it out. Uh, once the charge shot is fired, the weapon reverts back to a standard sidearm mode. Uh, this does not cost your entire magazine. Uh, the charge shot now causes an AOE, which freezes AI and slows players. Direct hits still freeze. I think she's so, coming up in the world, the old cryosthesia. Yeah. Basically said this gun was a victim of stasis, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> this gun, stasis was so oppressive, the last thing we needed to do was bring a stasis gun that shit yeah. everyone off to the... Which leads me to think that probably when when Kevin, we get the Kevin equivalent of this 12, that small ability sandbox, there is going to be things kicked in the dick that turn people into ice. So I'm happy about that because you wouldn't be bringing this gun up if you weren't bringing other annoying things down. Anyway, uh, we live in hope. Leviathan's Breath, the big boy bow. Uh, the Catalyst now grants Archer's Tempo in addition to its other effects. I don't, I don't, think, I've, I don't think I've ever used I've Leviathan's Breath. I've never equipped it. I mean, I shouldn't be such a fuckwit. Someone spent time designing that weapon, and I've just got it and gone, yeah, it's a bow, and not bothered. What an asshole. Tri- triple bows? Triple bows with the bow... With the the you can't run it with tickers. That's the problem. Or tickers. Yeah. Oh, fuck, we decided we'd call it. It's a shit error. Tickers, tickers, tickers. We make our own fun. <laughs> Everyone else. Uh, whisper of the wind. Reduce delay on activating oh, yeah. the whispered breathing from the catalyst from 2.1 to 1.2 seconds. That's big. That is... That wizard breathing takes fucking forever. It does. 2.1 seconds in a fire is like... 1.2 is fine. That's like... (laughs) 2.1 seconds is basically like scoping in Hell Let Loose, where you just lie there and look down your barrel for 25 minutes hoping someone walks in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) And then goes, and they're dead. Uh, White Nail Magazine refill changed, uh, was three from inventory, but now pulls two from inventory and one from there. <laughs> so you get a bonus shot. Get bonus bullets in your, uh, in your gun from fucking space or wherever the fuck they come from. Obviously, someone's got a stockpile in another dimension. Increased damage in PVE. Oh, so White Nail is, is that just basically triple, triple tap? Uh, yeah, in a different capacity. Triple tap just do that? Well, it no, it triple, one. Tap. triple tap only adds ones, right? Yeah, it adds one where this is like a complete fucking mag refresh. Yeah. 
So now, but it's more economical now because you can whip through your fucking bullets. You know, it doesn't have the biggest uh, capacity or whatever the fucking. Yeah, right. Increased damage, PD to ten percent. Yeah, nice. That's a big change, but it's not as big as the fucking next gun's change. Darcy, one of my favourite. It's actually got a fucking first name. Pretty good. Named after Cat Dennings character from the Saw movies. She's the I never star. used Darcy. Hey, oh, I maybe, well, it was popular for one thing at one time. I can't remember what it was. It was, was it Rath the Machine? No, 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 not Rath. Um, the the other, other one, one, the Destiny Two. One with the big tank thing at the end that I've completely forgotten about it. Someone will yell at me about it in chat within seconds. Insurrection Prime. Thank you very much. good for that and like nothing else except the fact that it's got a, the only gun in the game that's got a distance counter in its scope. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to measure something accurately, you, you need your Darcy. Uh, let's list. It's, uh, it's now got reduced flinch. Recoil and accuracy. Oh, hang on, I'm going to read that again because I've broken it up in a weird way and I feel like it's not hitting the way it's intended. Reduced flinch, recoil, and accuracy degradation by 50% while personal assistant is yeah. active. Have uh, you tried that again? Does that mean or? How the fuck would I know of you? I think it's on target. Uh, yeah, holding an on-target, right? Personal yeah. assistant now has a one-second delay before a deactivating when off-target. Okay, so it's, it's it's holding it on target, right? So uh, damage of 20%. 20% in PvE. Holy shit. I'll tell you what, we're used to, like, fives and tens. The big 2-0, that is... <laughs> look, if nothing else, it's worth dusting off your Darcy, getting it out there and getting oh, it. Oh, we'll just have that, mate. <laughs> It's just such a stupid name for a gun. <laughs> What's your law on that? What's the law on Darcy? Darcy law. Let's go. Mouth easements uh, increased explosion damage by 50%. That's pretty big. That's half. I don't think I've ever used that gun either. I don't think I've ever used that. It's, it's a cool looking gun. What would guns to use? I mean, this is it. Like, I, lo- I love the way that we get to these points. Where but that like, shit stack with the spreading of explosion. What's the warlock shit? Necros? Uh, you talking to the wrong bloke here, man. But that sp- does that spread? Is that how that works? All right, moving on to Matt's baby, Dead Shit's Tale. Uh, uh, this could be even better. Even on mouse and keyboard, baby. It makes me sad. I just want it to fuck off. It's such an annoying gun. Uh, <laughs> it's probably good. Uh, all right, do we read the whole thing? Uh, note, this isn't actually branching the tuning between input devices. Look, they've changed the way it works on fucking keyboard and memory. Yeah, rah, 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 yeah. Rah. I asked it. I'll say this. Because last word has separate tuning for mouse and keyboard. Yes. Like, they're, they're separate. They're completely separate, like, things. Yes. Whereas this is, I guess, the same tuning, but somehow just modified for each input. Okay. So the, the changes are increased reticle friction fall-off distance, which means it'll be stickier, uh, less recoil, reduced effect on mouse and keyboard, and improved accuracy. What? Yeah. Look, the most impressive nice. gun in the game, and they've buffed it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit better at close range with the hip fire. Yeah. 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 
Now, it's right. pretty, I bet you're in a pretty good spot at the moment, I feel. Like, yeah, 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 look, I mean, what on mouse and keyboard? On mouse well, and keyboard. On, on control, apparently, it's awful, but. Right. Mouse and keyboard's pretty good. Uh, hair apparent. <laughs> this is funny. This is fucking funny. Hair apparent. Uh, they've reduced damage resistance against players from 75% to 25%. They've made it shit. Why would you buy Basically, it? he said someone put it in wrong. Someone did the code wrong, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, that's not where. That's not what it's meant to be." Oh really? The like, language just it's never meant to be that strong. Yeah, and that's why it was so fucking strong. I mean, admittedly, like playing trials, I've used it. I don't, I don't use it in fucking control, but playing trials where it can keep you alive and you can just rinse people. Yeah, um, the catalyst shield. Yeah. Yeah, the shield. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty pretty important. Um, I mean, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it won't be the go-to, the brainless go-to option, and I guess that's a good thing. Uh, here we are. Lorentz Driver. Remove the ability energy regen on picking up a telemetry that no one knew did to begin with. <laughs> yeah, good. this is just to be, this is just to be in, in line with whatever sandbox changes are coming with abilities. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, travel is chosen. Now, now grants 10% ability energy per stack on activation was previously more generous on low stacks, less generous on high stacks. The average amount for 10 stacks are unchanged. Reduced stacks granted on a Guardian defeat from 3 to 2, so it's a PvP-centric nerf. Um... All right, now we're getting into the perks. And this is generally when I get fucking lost because the ones that I don't use day in, day out, I have no idea what the fuck now, they do. Oh, we got all these. These are easy. All right, okay. Adrenaline junkie. And um, now grenade buckler. There you go. Grenade buckler. They actually changed. That was the working name of it, wasn't it? Yeah. So you get a grenade kill, you get five stacks immediately. Otherwise, you get normal kills with it and you get one stack. Uh, what's what's the stack to? I can't even remember. It's just damage, damage block, right? Yeah. Yeah, damage. Yeah. That's so a pretty reasonable fucking defensive yeah. weapon. Like if yeah, you're so trying to hold up. Watch like right? You get the stacks with the melee, or you get normal stacks yeah. for getting kills. Yeah. It's just like a grenade block. version. Cool. They should just change. So, adrenaline drunkie with fucking demo. Yeah, that's a that's a huge synergy. And then something that regenerates grenades absurdly quickly uh, will will get you a long way. Uh, Vorpal weapon uh, was 15% damage on all weapons. Now 10% on heavy weapons, 15% on special weapons, 20% on primary. So a Vorpal primary up against... Uh, all right, no, hang on. I was just jumping the gun there. No change to damage versus players in super. That's a poop. Say <laughs> so having your old hand cannon out with a Vorpal weapon on it might be worthwhile, but um, um, hold on a second. Oh, hold on a second. Let me just do a quick. So, oh, this is not the right. What has fire? Oh, it's what's the trials gun that the linear fusion? Uh, uh Reed's regret. Reed's regret because that can get firing line right and yeah. Vorpal. Firing line is what? It should be. T- so I think firing line would be better than Vorpal now. 
So what's, what's the buff from firing one? Well, it says here it should be 20%, but I think it's bugs. And it's only doing 14% at the moment. So even it's if it's only 14 or 15%, percent. it's going to do better. So yeah, it's firing line reads. Oh, boy. I've got no idea. I'm going yeah. to check my vault after this. And you can get triple tap on it too, so that's not bad. Uh, whirlwind Blade. Increase Wait, the yeah, number. Hold on. DMT Vorpal is going to be fucking pog still. DMT Vorpal is always been pog, pog. and will always yeah. be pog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly, it's just training to go whack, 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 whack into any super that, like, it's the only chance you've got it. in a super is to be low to the ground and hide behind cover to close ground on, on that. Like, if you're in the air, I've been fucking pinged out of the air with vocal DMTs while doing a thunder crash from close range. And I don't know how the fuck they did it. I was angry at the time, but now I sit here and go, wow. Fair enough. Shine on, you crazy diamond. Uh, whirlwind Blade. Increased number of stacks needed to hit maximum damage from 5 to 10. Uh, that was probably one of the more... PVE-centric changes. Well, so so guillotine, guillotine is going to be... I wonder if it will affect guillotine, because you normally do light attacks for a little bit, and then you do your heavy swing, which does the spin. I don't know how many hits that gets in. Yeah, okay. Well, you're going to so more, more hits to proc that. He basically said long damage phases, it's not going to be an issue. Like, it'll be use whatever you previously used. Um, so, like, I don't know, the first boss in uh, Flawless Prophecy, in Prophecy uh, I don't think it'll make a huge difference. But burst damage, if you're thinking about deep stone threads, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not going to be as good. Okay. Uh, pulse monitor, change the threshold for activation. From 90% health to 30% shield. Yeah. That's That's fucking massive. That's great. Uh, So Pulse Monitor is now, you will be nowhere near as critically damaged as you were in the past for the pro. And uh, I I think it'll be be pretty pretty useful. Um, You know, sad I don't have a decent government on it. Hopefully land one soon. Uh, Right, diving into the mods. Uh, quick access sling. Uh, the changes have been what was it? Was a hundred percent handling. Point nine. Ready. Oh, there was lots of questions about it. Yeah. This was hard, and all the all the math kids were coming out, and I yeah, can't I mean, there. really, what this is uh, my experience with it. I've got it on the nade launcher, so I can fucking flip in and out of it and get the you know reloads and whatnot. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we'll read it out and fucking people can make what they will of it. Uh, was plus 100 handling, 0.9 ready so aim down sights time for 0.4 seconds after running out of ammo. Now, 0.9 ready so time all of the time. So, that's a, that's a change. This change also applies to the swap mag perk as they use the same perk behind the scenes. So there's like some kind of base perk that they both refer back to, and it's a, it's a change on that. Um, the full Yeah, I, I, don't know. I don't know enough. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to fucking understand. It's one of those things, that, and, and it'll be one of those things that people get it, 
get themselves tied in knots about because they won't understand how it actually feels and are probably borderline negligible once we get, in, <laughs> we get into the fucking changes. Um, the full auto retrofit uh, added full auto retrofit weapon mod that enables full auto while the trigger is held. Usable on legendary hand cannons, sidearms, scout rifles, and pulse rifles. This is unlocked by default for all players. Now, this will cool. be a mod. This will, this will take yeah. a mod slot. But here's a fucking sneak peek for you. They are looking to make it a system option. So eventually, yeah. so this is what it won't be a mod. You, you, just, you just tick a box in your system settings, and your access, accessibility settings, it says, make everything go rather than pew, pew, pew. I mean... In that context, it's basically just an accessibility feature for people who aren't as, you know, dexterous as running the key every five seconds. So, I mean, for me and you, not necessarily. I was thinking people with, you know, far bigger challenges in their lives. Well, an old age. Um, an old. (laughs) 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 All right, the near future. Do we read this paragraph? I'm going to read it. Annual expansions are a good time for the system level changes since they get so much more playtest time over a longer duration compared to a normal season. We don't like that the desire for exotic catalysts is largely driven by the all yeah. the power generation they provide and have something in the works so players build around that limitation. Matt coming out of us with like information that's just in the toilet yeah, under read like it was some kind of choice cut. What an idiot. <laughs> Weapon differentiation. If you have two Ooh. void adaptive hand cannons, one from the Suros Foundry and one from the latest raid, why do I care about one more than the other? Stats tend to be fairly close, perk pools can be different, but there are only so many perks and it's a stretch to say the perk pool gives the weapons its identity. We've got something shipping on all new and reissued weapons in the Witch Queen that addresses this issue directly and are working on expanding the same solution to all weapons that drop in the future. That feels like it could just be the little sneaky thing that snuck in under the rug at the tail end of this thing that could be massive. Yeah. What could that possibly be doing to, like, uh, um, boundary weapons to change them up? Like, it has to be a synergy perk, right? Like, maybe if you're using two from the same foundry, you get a, there's a buff, there's an inherent buff or something like that. Like why would, why else would you care? No, they're just saying that. Well, the, the odd thing is, it's sort of like that's the whole point of having archetypes. Is like the gu- the guns are similar because they're the same archetype. Yeah, I mean for sure, and and they should be. But there's also still I don't know. Of, I don't know what they're going to add there. I mean, that's, like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how can you change the way you view a gun without necessarily changing the gun in, if it sits in an archetype? It has to be the way it interacts with other weapons and, and stuff like that. So maybe it's that if you both use weapons of the same type, you get a faster swap speed or same foundry type or something like that. A reason to care about the synergy between weapons rather than... Um, it's identity. Yeah. I don't know. It's... it's it's not something I've thought about for a fucking very long time, if at all. Since probably Destiny 1, chasing foundry weapons. They just haven't been a big deal. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a foundry-specific perk that all of the weapons get. Or no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's what they're saying. I don't think the foundry is the important part here. 
They're just talking about no, it's the difference. Yeah. It's the it's the the gap, right? It's it's the where it comes from. Yeah, they're just saying you can have two void adaptive hand cannons. Why should I care? If I can get one from activity A versus activity B. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh, that's that's piqued my interest. Uh, we mentioned in the last patch notes that we're not done with special ammo economy in PvP and have a further tweak coming that should help bring down the amount of ammo floating around. Uh, exotic primary weapons already advance ammo finder mods much faster, but we want them to feel better in hard PvE content and are adjusting all of them to reach this goal. Um, we're adjusting some exotics... So, what We're adjusting some exotics, some that consistently top PvP usage charts in an oppressive way. <laughs> Some that had their perks limited to a degree that's no longer wanted it, no longer warranted. Uh, we're looking at Eleanor as a shabby fucking nerf. Fuck you, chaperone! Yeah, fuck you and your ability to shoot with it. Nimble, rich, yeah, no, I can't use it. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you! Fuck you! Get old, get a beer in your gut, if you're of legal age, of course. <laughs> Oh shit! I didn't realise there were more bungee bounties. Pinch, pinch is in there. Fucking hell! We're gonna have to read this out. I don't know that I need to revert the race caller because it's not setting up seven hundred. Here we go. Uh, Right, Uh, we've got Latin, so Latin American. Marichal Invernal Rambo uh, from nine a.m. to eleven a.m. Pacific time on the fifteenth of November. Iron Life from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific, so right off the back of each other. And then the Vanguard VR, uh, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific, all on the 15th. So that's going to be a big day. You're going to get a fair shot. If you're in that region, jump in, have a crack. Uh, The UK, November 20. I am going to try and get in and jump in just to face Pidge because be able to match Pidge. I'm going to need UK friends. That's what I'm going to do with like every fucking scumbag. Oh, I've got friends in the UK. Hobbits is in the UK. Yep. Well, hey, right? I know. I like. I, look, I, I could Where give you I? a city that I want fucking hobbits from, right? <laughs> I'm going to do it in the podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. So, four to six a.m. Pacific. Pidge. We want to go in and support the shit out of Pidge because he's genuinely. That's not time for us. Oh no, wait. What? What is that? Oh no, Pacific. Yeah, that's not time for us. Yeah, so it's like Arvo for us, right? Yeah. Night time. Right. Okay, I'm going to have to work out when this is and what I can do about being there. Uh, and then Benny from 6 to 8, straight out of the back. Uh, and then Anubis from 8 to 10. That is a fucking run of just excellent blokes. Yeah, good. Yeah. You love to see it. That's made me happy. That's my favourite thing in this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Threads of Light. Uh, that that happened as well, and a lot of people complained and got told off for it. So my lesson about Threads of Light, um, just stop being a cockhead. It's a fucking light-hearted thing about dressing up a fucking magical space guardian in a video game. If you're going to go on Twitter and get butthurt about it, you're a fucking idiot. The end. I think that was concise. Oh, yeah. How do I look? How do I look at it? You got to go on the thing. It's on the gram, isn't it? Anyway. That's I mean that's that's the guardians there like they they put them on the the cover art of this this like a magazine. Cool. I like the Titan. I don't like the Titan helmet necessarily, but I like the rest of it. The hunter looks like I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of, but I can't. And the warlock, I don't know, it's a warlock. No 
don't kiss. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when we, when we used to bash Warlocks every episode and eventually there's all the Warlock place left? Yeah, I mean, I think we've you know, they've left our community, which is uh, I'm fine with. Um, very good. Wait, I'm uh, back on Hunter these days, too. I'm oh, back on Hunter. Absolute win. Just yeah. Ever since Trials came, you know, Shattered Eye people, you've been back on Hunter. What an embarrassment. Excuse me, I've been playing in this Hunter, thank you very much. Yeah, I know, but still, you know how you ended up there. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, was it, was yeah, it was good. <laughs> You're right. All right. What we're going to do now, we're going to open the chat, and if you've got anything that you want to discuss that is related to the buffs or nerfs, if there's a gun that you think is going to be shit hot, if uh, there's something that you're looking forward to, let us know. If not, if you've got a general question, fucking feel free to ask that too, because uh, we're just chilling. This is this is the part that I like, because I don't have to like, read all that much except questions in chat. The Caddy Wolf. The Caddy Wolf is in the UK. Everyone track him down for a bungee bounty. Get yeah, him. I mean, like, that's a, the, uh, look, the UK, it's not a very big place. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, I mean, I know a lot of people live there. Like, societally, it's a big place, but it's not over a lot of space. So you've got to be, like, relatively decent connection and in with a decent shot uh, if, you, if you're in the party. It's not like Australia where you could, oh, I'm joining on my mate in Queensland to try and get a fucking bungee bounty with Milan Games. Good fucking luck. Between I think Matt's closer to fucking Madagascar than Queensland. <laughs> Good movie, Madagascar. Anyway, uh, there is a link to the sidearm part that goes Vegeta Youngies. Is there? Oh, they've hardly oh. the text. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> Dead man wants to know, Log, do you honestly think that if you and Maddie went into war, you'd spend most of the time laughing at each other's ability to die? Respawns are available. If we, if we went into a war and it was like Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise or whatever, where you just woke up back in bed the next day, then uh, had to live through that day again or something like that, or it was, you know, like what we're talking about here is hell that was... I would absolutely laugh at Matt being blown up. I, I think he would do the same for me. And he would probably <laughs> mock me while I was dead on the ground. Um, do you think if you relived the day and you you knew you were going to wake up again like completely fine, do you, do you think it would still, you'd still get PTSD? Like, you'd be traumatised? Like, no, I, mean, I imagine the memory of the pain would still be there, so you'd be a bit reticent to put yourself in super shit situations, like, yeah. one day after being blown apart. <laughs> Have you watched that, that movie with the Lonely Island dude? What's his name? I'm going to go ahead and assume Andy Sandberg. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think I have. <laughs> what what you watch, yeah. Oh, it's basically like Groundhog Day. That's really good. Oh, um, okay. but his, his, the talking about his like reliving stuff, he knows that you can still experience pain. So he's about to get in a car accident, he takes off his seat. So he's like, yeah, you want to die straight away. He puts his head on the, <laughs> puts his head on the dashboard. I feel like he'd be a good pick for a, yeah, like I'm going to, I'm going to dig that out and watch it because yeah, there's, there's, there's like an inherent, uh, kind of, <laughs> Him and Bill Murray have something in common on a fundamental level that I can't quite put my finger on. Yes, that'll definitely work. Uh, do you think there is a Bungie staff member who tries to slip in buffs nerfs during balance patch balance patch meetings? 
balance leaders like Dan Stevens <laughs> living in range right. box to chaperone. You mean, is there a problem, child, in the sandbox team at Bungie? I don't know. <laughs> That's not a question for us. The I think what they're asking is, was, was Air Apparent an inside job? Because that shit was stuffed. <laughs> There's some, oh, there's some no. dude high-fiving himself when the thing went live and it was in there, like, ah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it would, like, maybe we need public shaming over that. Like, here's the guy. <laughs> he turns up to it. No, yeah, no, but then it'll end up being the damn that's a sole job is to look after Telesto. Just walk and shame the pearl. Eric, shame. <laughs> So, and again, the last ring the bell. <laughs> Shame. Uh, yeah, it was Sanchez's leg that ended up in the wall. Uh, I think, anyway, I couldn't really tell. Um, <laughs> you didn't catch that. You didn't catch that one, Chris. <laughs> no, I mean, Maddie, is there is there anything that you think you, you're definitely going to? I mean, obviously, probably linear fusions in the heavy slot. They get the buff. Yep. They get the firing line. Look firing at, line. Yeah, linear fusions in the heavy slot. I think it's worth having a look at Mythic class and switching to linear fusion for DPS might be fucking not bad as well. Um, need to have a think about what's. I mean, nearly all my heavy weapons have Vorpal on them, so I don't know. Yeah, we're kind of all. I mean, I imagine most people will be in that boat if they've been paying attention to to that buff. Which you know, it's been in that state for well over well, a year now. Well, with firing with firing line might be like the fucking top pick, man. I don't know. I need to have a look at the heavies again and think about what what might get her, get her done. Get her done. Um, yeah. Firing line and Vorpal? is that a possible role on anything? Sure. No, you generally don't generally don't get too damaged. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can, but you can get you can get triple tap firing line. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not at the moment. It would be interesting. I think it would be broken though. So I doubt that'll ever happen. You gotta wait till data does the numbers as areas. That's a fucking wise choice, if I'm honest. Um. Yeah. I've got to read for great with quick draw firing line. So. All right, you talk, mate. I'll look up. See what I've got. Uh, I want to look at that. I don't. I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a bit stuck on my heavy slot at the moment, to be honest. Like I don't really know what to use. I mean, Whisper's going to be coming back, so I want to give Whisper a good fucking shot. Uh, that'll be that'll be nice to to fire up again, old Catalyst Wish Whisper of the Worm. And then I think, yeah, I think I'm going to maybe I'll probably farm. Maybe I'll farm Reed's Regret for fucking firing line triple tap. Or crown cartridge firing line, something like that. That might be real good. Yeah, um, I'm also excited to use caster swords a bit more. That'd be nice. I've got one shepherd's watch with firing line on it. <laughs> Fucking good one. That's it. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And it's in the All slot. Right. And it's in the slot that gets the 20% buff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. Fucking hell. I'm shit at this game. At least managing the inventory of this game. Oh, man, my inventory's fucked. No, I, I can get, like, slightly see it on the screen there, and I'm already, it's already making me anxious. 
Oh, he can't fight, is mm. Yes. Right, Chris, I've got now? I think we can. I think we're, we're done. We're dusted. Uh, what are you got planned over the next week? Cobber? Well, I have a video on Aldrin and the Black Garden. We might need to talk about that next week. That sounds like a we we might dive into you know if the uh, the sandbox uh, abilities stuff doesn't come through, we might be doing a bit of a law focus one next week. So uh, that's going to be in the edit in the edit room soon, yep. and um, and then I'm really hoping that I'll get feedback about my PhD and I can get that done and dusted. You um, get on with the rest of your fucking life. Yep, and then we can build the PC, and I sort of hope Halo doesn't come out on Monday because then I owe Watts fucking basically a hundred bucks. Yeah, that would be uh, look. That's a considerable amount. You know what, of money you know what? I will bet you five hundred gifted. Five hundred gifted subs, and, and I said no, I'm not fucking doing that. That is like I know they call you Podrick, but that is a big dick move. Like that is a, just a huge flex. It's like, it's, it's beyond sort of the realm of... It's like if I say to you, Matty, I bet you a million dollars this. I was at a hundred. Maybe it was a hundred. still a lot of money. It's a lot. <laughs> Fucking hell. There you go, kids. If you need some quick cash... Maybe I think it was $500. It was a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're out of here, Matty. Uh, where will the law not find people today? <laughs> I just saw a guy owes what's money. <laughs> I got no more fucking beard to shave. Yeah. Who cares about the law, mate? No one. Good point. All right. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Stick around for a raid. We're going to go see right. Bye. Cheers. Bye. from the land of chlamydia-ridden koalas. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast, as per every fucking week. I'm Log Power Slave, joined by Mustachioed Milan Games. It's sad day today. Fucking meatloaf kicked the bucket, so sad about that, but we got to listen to Bad Out of Hell. 
And uh, hopefully we got away with it. And How old was Meatloaf? <laughs> like in his 70s. That's not a bad innings for a bloke who's oh, never particularly been. It's great yeah, it's like, like a, a mediocre, right? Like, yeah. You want to do better than that. Like, we all hope to do better than that. Yeah. I think anything less than that is a quote-unquote shit innings. Um, yeah. Still sad, though. Fucking Roma got him. Oh, yeah. Shit out. Shit out. Yeah. Anyway, that's a down note to open a Friday yeah, night session on. Yeah. Start. I mean, onwards and upwards, I suppose. I mean, there's nothing good to talk about in Destiny either. It's like another day, another fucking heap of shit goes on. It's all good, but uh, I mean... If you're listening to this on a... uh, (laughs) On the VOD, it's a Friday night, so these are the the good episodes. Yeah, where we... Well, they either go great or they go... Really bad. Real bad. I keep thinking back, there was one that we did, I think we, when we had Ain't Pro on, and me and you were both just, like, <laughs> fucking out there. And, and, like, it was like the, the Ain't, our guest, is, like, trying to keep the fucking, <laughs> keep the show on the right. <laughs> and we just given up. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the most DDU thing I can fucking imagine. So, anyway, here we are. How's your week been, big dog? Uh, what happened this week? Oh, I imagine you sat around the house playing video games like a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh, look, this is true. Um, <laughs> guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. I, dude, I've been just trying to enjoy GMs. I just, I don't know why. Probably because I'm bored and it's a long season and it's been pretty tough, like, trying to find shit that I enjoy doing. I just don't like GMs. I don't like them. But you yeah. have to do them to get the incentive material. Yeah, it's either that or, like, they're flawless. Fucking <laughs> good luck doing that. Like, I mean, Trials is just distilled to absolute, like, fucking devil's driveway bloody gooch sweat. <laughs> now it is, it is only the sweatiest of sweaty anuses yeah. that are still in there. So, I mean... Like, you know, look, like I can do gems, right? I can do them. Yeah, you can get them done. In, in terms of being valuable. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, not fun. it's not an issue with that. I just... It's not fun, hey. I, I don't like the play style of... You very formulaic. and chip away at stuff. It's not... And you, there's so little flexibility in what you can use. Um, I mean, it opens up a bit when you actually have a full team. I mean, if you try to do anything solo, it's just... It's, it's maddening. Oh, yeah. Look, I completely agree. And, like, back in the day when you were playing Halo on fucking whatever it was... And I said to you, you'll like GMs. I was wrong. <laughs> I was completely wrong. But I'm glad that we managed to get dungeons that you can solo that kind of that did feel that, that like, Halo yeah. Yeah, right. But I've been really enjoying dungeons. That's I, I agree completely that, that GMs um, have, have kind of distilled to this, like, concentrated... Uh, this is exactly the way you go about it, and everyone does it pretty much the same way. And we go in, and there's about, I don't know, maybe six weapons everyone will choose from, and then, okay, this is what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. And it's almost like it becomes like a, a drill <laughs> at some point. It becomes like a, you know, okay, we go here, all right, this guy's next, we'll get him, rah, rah. And to some people that might be appealing, but not to me, and I don't think to Matty either. <laughs> it's just kind of... Yeah, I, I would almost prefer there to be... 
a, a level down that you could still – I mean, I know you can get it from the nightfall, but a little bit harder than that, like guarantee, one way to, like, I don't know, guarantee a tennis yards yep. and for just to be a little bit more flexible with what you can use, maybe you go a little bit faster. But if you were still really good, you could do the current GMs and get, like, I think double rewards or whatever, you know. Part of me just wishes that it wasn't, it was like, there was something that wasn't quite as hard, but it was about speed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, I, because I know it, I know it. It's a lot like, basically. Like, I know what I'm like. like, yeah, hard, like yeah. just running in and kind of it, there being a reward for, like, putting yourself in a shit situation and surviving, which is something that I, you know, <laughs> that's the way I approach destiny. <laughs> Actually enough, yeah. what are you drinking? Tell the tell, 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 well, not the kids, but the, the audience who are um, all 18 and older or they're going to learn a few new words. Well, you know, my I'm quite good at making cocktails if I do say so. Mylan Games is being in the field of cocktails. <laughs> I do like a good cock on a Friday night, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, oh. so... <laughs> anyway. Cocktail, mate. Yeah. Cocktail, no, right. yep. Someone clip that, please. It's going to live on there forever. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Uh, yes, you're saying. Um, no, this is a homemade one. This is this is a recipe from my dad. We we usually make it on Christmas because it's very it's very Christmassy. It's um, fireball, right? For a bit of spice, apricot liqueur, uh, lime juice, and then orange with like chai spice tea on top. Delicioso. That sounds very nice, but I don't understand how it's in any way. You don't have to justify your alcoholism to me. That's fine. I'm the last person in the world who will judge you. I'll tell you, you what. <laughs> if I gave this to you on Christmas, you're right, yeah, this goes. Oh, I've got no doubt. I, I, know, I know you don't muck around. But it's like, it's it just reminded me of that Black Black Books episode where they're shit faced <laughs> drinking the really good the really good wine and they're like it's like drinking the eye of a duck. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Um, so did you get up to anything interesting this week? I didn't because I've been working all week. I've been back loggy slaving oh. the grind again. So Do you know what I did? Yeah, so <laughs> just don't you fucking don't you do no. it. What did you do? I in- I interviewed. Oh, a yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I wasn't. I didn't make it. I got there after it had finished. Unfortunately, because I, you know, well, I had to do no my joke, job. dude. That was in Lord of the Rings, and you know what? You would know that you would you know the Urukai. If I show the photo, him, you know it. Yeah, it's the it's the main one, right? Yeah, like in the the, the first one that he makes that he puts the the. the that's it. That yeah. like that's huge. That's impressive. It was a real. I'm actually going to upload it on YouTube. It was a really good talk. Because every now and then I, I get pissed off with just doing Destiny stuff, so I ask if anyone's got an interesting job. Take my previously, previously, we spoke to Dino Lady, who actually works Dinosaur Bones. Oh, that was, straight that up. was sensational, yeah. Yeah, and then we, we spoke to a, an opera singer, and then this time we, and someone he, he said, oh, movie prosthetics. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then told his story, and he was like, yeah, it's not being a fucking orc and... All the rings. He's got his own trading card. I'll get, I'll get one of his trading cards. Trading card. Like from... Yeah, because he also played the human. He also played one of the humans. And one of them ended up being like a trading, a Lord of the Rings trading card. He's like, I've got, I've got some. He's like, I'll send one to you. I was like, fuck, yeah. What, who is he? Terry the shit kicker from fucking... Yeah, basically, yeah. 
Like on the wall. Yeah, right. Jeff dies, he dies in a particularly interesting way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard. There you go. Uh, look. That was probably the highlight of my week. Um, taking this week off uh, from Sunday, that's why we don't have uh, Jesse down under tomorrow. Cause I yeah, think that's, that's fine. I'm going to do that. I mean, if you're going to get him in for a break, right, now is now. the time. Yes. Yeah. Because I think, like, we're starting... This is the first of that the, the ramp up leading into the content release, where we we were starting to learn a little bit about it, and like Destiny Twitter being what it is, just exploded with people talking about it. Some monstrously shit takes, but mostly people are just excited. So, um, hey, do you do you want me to give you an exclusive right now? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Like, this is Matt's first cocktail, so don't, don't, don't get your hard. I'm going to ask for this, it's going to get worse. It's almost certainly going to be something that no one cares about. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, All right. Let me tell you try, this. You fucking try me. See if, I'll, see if you can move my eyebrows with whatever you say next. All right. I haven't announced this yet. Okay. I, I did I did breathe, like, not officially, and I haven't tagged them. In, but, in principle, it's all been agreed to. Okay? <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to defraud somebody. No. <laughs> okay. So, uh, first week of Feb, I, I, should, I, I've, I should have Travel Danielle and Dado on a law school episode. That's going to be hilarious. That will be so good. The week after, Rickakis. <laughs> the week after that, yep. Ads Across. Oh, my God. The week after that, which queen? You just remember your poor old <laughs> Uncle Loggy sitting in the corner. I remember when I was cool and relevant, and Matthew used to talk to me and reply to my things. <laughs> just kidding, I've never been cool and relevant. Though. <laughs> no, that's just, I mean, replied to your text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's one of the few people who, if you desperately need to get a hold of him, you actually need to fucking call him. <laughs> Actually, fucking ring him. <laughs> like, it's true. I mean, we've had, we've never had, uh, or we haven't had Dada one because Dada's like, I, I assume he lives in some kind of like Zeus like pantheon, right? That's where he lives. <laughs> uh, in terms of, like, you know, it's Steve in the Destiny community that there's none higher. And uh, I think, like, Aztec Ross is basically at the same place now, right? Like, he's, he's well up there. But yeah, we've yeah. had Rick on. We've definitely had Rick on, and you know Rick. You, you talk fights and stuff with Rick, so, you, yeah. you know. And, uh, look, Daniel, when Daniel was on this podcast, if you if you, if you you didn't catch it, <laughs> like, it's, it's, like, all the news and shit in it will be old, but if you want to get an idea of what this is going to be like for Matt, go back and watch that, because Dead said, you know, you know when, you, like, like, it's like the Billy Connolly effect, someone that is so endearingly themselves in the most brash and uncompromising yeah, way possible that you walk away wanting to adopt them. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I feel like Daniel was more of an Aussie on that podcast than either, either you or I <laughs> We got fucking own. <laughs> it was uh, it was something. So that's exciting news, man. That's, that's going to be fun. Gonna did be you raise fun. eyebrows? I did. I mean, look, you said February, and I went like, <laughs> I don't know what I was so fucking excited about. <laughs> oh, I've been meaning to do it, and I'm, you know... I'm bad at the, I mean, we're bad at the co yeah, thing. And we're terrible at networking. That's how, oh, look, just, here's, here's my announcement. 
I'm going to actually pull my finger out this year because last year we were just terribly oh, social. Here we go. It is. It look, it's January. Get ready for the big things I've got planned for this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the same as the last few years. Just the same shit again. Okay. Oh, man. Fucking hell. I knew this was going to happen. We're going <laughs> to... This is the way it always goes. What is it about Friday night? It's, everyone's in a good mood. It's Friday. It's good. I mean, except me, like, because he's dead. But everyone else is in a good mood. I mean, he might be in a good mood. He's hanging out in heaven or hell or wherever he went. I mean, he's bad in hell. Bad in hell. He's, he's probably in the ladder. Yeah. Oh, good on him. Anyway. I hope he's, I hope he's getting stuck anyway. Um, <laughs> it's some, uh, some pretty epic uh, destiny news. But, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this. We can circle back to this. Afterwards, if we if we have time, because we're running a tight ship on the DDU these days, and I know that some people were a little bit upset when I said we're going to try and keep it to an hour. All right, if you comments yeah. from YouTube's, you know, oh, you know, why, rah rah rah. I assure you that if we keep this to an hour, it will be funnier because it won't taper off. It will just go. It won't. But you know why? People were trying to people were trying to escape their jobs. That's why. You know what else you can do? Just listen to it again. Listen to the really old ones. No, yeah. you know what you can do? You can you can sign up to Patreon and get the bloody <laughs> that, that other one that we always forget the record. <laughs> <laughs> the monthly podcast we haven't recorded. The monthly podcast we forget to record yeah. every single month. Pa- like I've paused it, so everyone's getting charged, but still we are fucking awful at it. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh do we want to talk Destiny? Sorry, I was gonna say the one thing I've started doing this week, playing fucking God of War, because I don't have a PlayStation. Yeah. Well, I do have I do have a PS4, but I just I don't use it because I don't like it. So I finally picked it up, um, and I've been really enjoying it. So we can circle back if we get time at the, the rear end of this podcast. Um, but good little break, good little break game. Anyway, look, let's fucking get stuck anyway because there's a shitload of stuff to get through. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to look. I'm not going to lie. When I opened this and I saw that there was a picture of, like, Dead Man's Tail in this fucking tub, I was so excited. And then I realized that nothing was changing with it, and I'm, now I'm sad. So, all right, we're going to hit this thing. We're going to jump into uh, This Week at Bungie. All right. This week at Bungie, we're sweeping up some blues. Time's been flying by, hasn't it? Including the article you're reading today, just five twobs stand between you and the Witch Queen. That's that's not very long. I mean, I, I don't know about anyone listening at home, but I definitely live my life one twob at a time. Uh, we don't yet have the technology to enter the hypersleep that can bridge these gaps, but we do have the power to set some expectations on topics we will I mean, be covering between now and then. I get the joke, but... I don't know if hypersleep's recommended for five weeks. Like, you wake up a millennia later and be like, fucking witch queen, I'm like, dude. Well, <laughs> witch queen, we deleted it. <laughs> Everyone you know and love is dead. <laughs> Fuck. And Honestly. we accidentally deleted Destiny. I also had the old hard drive it was on and everyone forgot playing it. Also, environment's ruined. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Wake up surrounded by, like, fish people or some shit. Who knows? All right, let's jump straight into the meat and potatoes of it because uh, that's what it's all about. The power is yours. 
In the realm of destiny, power is not only a measurement of your guardian's e-pain, but a consistent gauge for players on whether or not they'll be able to tackle a given challenge. While the Witch Queen won't feature a big overhaul to the ways in which you gain power, we do have some general updates coming on launch day to get re- to get returning and new players up to up and ready. Oh my god, I hate reading. Fuck me, on a Friday night. It's, it's hard. Help, yeah, mate. It's literally yeah, let's go everybody the starts point. at thirteen fifty. That's the new floor. Yeah. You got an issue with Regardless. that? Regardless. <laughs> no. Like any reasonable brain person got an issue with that? It's trying to listen no, to listen, 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 listen. Okay, <laughs> I didn't see any issue with it whatsoever. But I saw some people on Twitter that did have issue with it. And then I was surprised there were people in my Twitch chat that also had issue with it. So I said, okay, explain to me why this is bad. And one of them, I sort of half see the point, and that is, pre- well, when you had the big expansion with Beyond Light, the seasons after that, if you'd already grinded the pinnacle, you only had to do the pinnacle again. So you didn't have to do powerfuls again. Yep. And that's pretty nice, to be honest, not having to worry about doing the whole powerful grind, because I think it's a complete waste of time. Yeah. So... That was sort of the criticism, and I guess my rebuttal to that is, well, I don't mind doing a big grind once a year, okay? Or between the major expansions. And then every other other DLC, once you reach Pinnacle and Witch Queen, I hope it goes back to what it was before, which is if you've got Pinnacle once, you just have to do the Pinnacle grind the next DLC. Yeah, that's why the the next next season is like 10 to 1 or whatever the fuck is 10. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that was probably the only point that I could really see. I think people who were angry were like, well, it invalidates the time I spent on the previous season. And I don't agree with that. Um, I'm more inclined to say that the system itself could probably just be yeeted because there's enough things to keep people playing. And I reckon it would free the chains on Bungie and how it designs strikes and encounters if everything was standardized. And you couldn't... It would bring it back to the OG Halo design, which is like, we specifically designed this encounter because we know how squishy you are. It would yeah. like reduce that variable. Yeah. And, you know, maybe basically all the raids would be contest mode or you would have an easy mode and a hard mode and you get more loot and whatever. And that's it. You yeah, don't need yeah, the other, the other side of that fucking card that you push up the hill there is that by the time we get into any endgame stuff, we're all sandwiched at a level anyway. Right? Yeah, you look at like GMs and fucking raids and whatever contest modes. Why is it there? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I get that the... the it's literally like a very... time gate you from doing endgame content. That's <laughs> it. it. To an extent, yeah. And it's also the little endorphin hit of like, oh, my number's going up. I'm progressing. But I think, as a system, it evolved before we had the artifact and, and all of that sort of stuff. So I think, um, it's, I mean, I, I totally agree. I reckon it's done a stash. I don't really reckon it adds all that much. I would love, sorry, I would love there to be, um, I feel like there does need to be something that, like a chase, but... I feel like... Yeah, but I reckon there's enough to chase now, right? Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, Artifact, and given the Artifact is uncapped, now you can go through and unlock the whole fucking thing. Like, really, what are you going to do beyond 
go through and just infuse all your shit. Right? Like you're not you're not looking for new armor. You're just looking for shit you can infuse into your current armor to make it higher because you're gonna wear the same pair of you know, for me, yeah. June margins you've been wearing. That's what the chase is, right? Years. You're just chasing stats. On yeah, your armor. And, and, but you don't do that until you're at the top of light level anyway. Because you're doing it in exactly. or whatever. So I think that like maybe there's like certain mods that in the in the season pass maybe that like, make it make you um really able to go into like this end game content to compete. Like if if they are trying to say, look, you need to be you need to do this much work before you can get into the content. But I don't even think they need that. I think they should just do away with it entirely. And your investment in the season is through season rank and unlocking your artifact. I don't, I don't, I don't think you need it at all. <laughs> like, I mean, look, it'd, be, it'd make it a much more casual game. Like, don't make no mistake. No, well, I, I think what would happen is it, it completely changes like the design philosophy because then it would be, I think, end game content would become very fucking hard intentionally and it would be... Because the power doesn't matter, it would be mostly about your. I mean, it'd be like GMs, really. It'd be about your your loadout. But you don't. You grind for the right loadout, essentially. Yeah, you're grinding for mods and all that sort of stuff. And you want your particle deconstruction and your what do you whatever breach and clear last season that made grenade launchers juice to the tits. So, like, I I don't know. I I totally agree, man. I think it's done fast. It's like, well, it's like, imagine this. Imagine when the campaign, if a, a hard mode campaign comes out and it's fucking really good. I I, you, I get the sense that there's, like, even even in that opening paragraph of the talk, the, the, it's alluding to them changing it fundamentally. It's just that they're not quite at that point yet. You know, like, they're, they're, there's clearly something going on. Yeah. So... I mean, look. I, mean, I think the only thing that power level does now, like I think at the beginning of Destiny it was needed. I think now it's just, it, it literally <laughs> just time gates doing end game content and some people never get there and so they never participate. And um, it, uh, it creates artificial difficulty. And we know Bungie doesn't need artificial difficulty. They're good enough at designing shit without that. Yeah, and I mean, like, you look at every GM. There's no artificial... I mean, there is artificial difficulty there, but it's not brought about by light level. Like, yeah, it's a light level anyway. anyway. It's because it, yeah, they know exactly how squishy you will be going into that, and they can plan accordingly. Um, but on the very opposite end of that spectrum, I do think that sometimes it is fun just to go into things like... I mean, go and look at um, Dares of Eternity now. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> that just almost died of coughing. Coughing. Um, you know, it is fun to go into something like Dead of Eternity and just kick a living piss out of everything because you're over leveled for it. So I think there's. there's yeah, you know, but, I mean, they would have to fundamentally change how things work. It'd be like, yeah. there's an easy. It'd be like, hey, look, there's an easy mode, there's a hard mode, or, there's, or you kick your modifiers and you get more rewards and you put more modifiers on. So you want to make it feel like a GM. System, the old card system from... Yeah, they, cut, they literally had it in there already. From Nightfalls. Yeah, that was, that was fucking pretty solid. Jeez, that was a long time. How long ago was that? 700 years? Back when we were oh, young men. Um, cool. All right, so 1350. Uh, do we know what the cap is? Is it 1550 or 1560 or something? Yeah, it's in there. So it's, it's um, oh, yeah, 1560 yeah. with Pinnacles, 1550 with Powerfuls, and you start at um, 
So, like, it's still a drawing set. Like, it's just a 200 light drawing. Yeah, well, that's what people say. That's that's the criticism. They don't want to do the grind. But what about people who were complaining that it was, like, too casual to everyone was brought up to the same light level? Oh, I I don't agree. I didn't hear that. Anyway. It's a shit take. We'll leave it there. Uh, (laughs) Just throw it in the bin. Uh, Cool. So, right. Uh, there will be adjust, adjust, fucking hell, Friday, so they kill me. There will be some adjustments to pinnacle and powerful sources as they shift yearly to focus on newer seasonal content and fresh Destiny 2 expansion content offered with the Witch Queen. Keep an eye on tooltips as you start completing activities, and I'll specifically note the difference, different reward types. Reward, right, fuck, we don't really need to, I didn't need to read that. Of all the random paragraphs to choose to read, garbage. Sorry about it. Uh, Next, cool. they're getting rid of blues. Sort of. Ah. This, this is, <laughs> this made my heart so with pride. Uh, and alcoholism. Uh, <laughs> short. Uh, Once you reach the top cap, they're going to get rid of blues dropping right. from playlists. So under the under the heading of designing an economy is easy, right? I think anyone who's lived in the destiny economy for more than three minutes will understand. Um, it's not. <laughs> Because of the amount of blood Once again, another blows. system that Destiny's outgrown, I believe. A lot of them. A lot of it. There's a lot of sub... Well, there's no point having rarity if you don't ever put blues on. Yeah, or the, the only blues you put on are transient, or you use them as infusions for fuel for the rare shit that you want. I'm sorry, the legendary shit you want to keep anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, um, I found some footage of this because I actually... Uh, I put a video together and I, I, I was talking about Raul. And I found footage of decrypts in, like, you know, exotic engrams and they you drop some blue. Yeah, pain. <laughs> or materials. I mean, it's, look, we haven't really had the Destiny 2 equivalent of that. We had, like, Edge Transit first and in the first year where, like, every, 90% of everything he decrypted was an Edge Transit. But that that was a wild time. <laughs> very early I remember getting a legendary engram and being like, holy shit, what's it going to be? And it decrypted to like a blue auto rifle. And I was so fucking filthy. I was so angry. So that, this nearly could have never have happened because of that. <laughs> um, here's the thing, right? Everyone whined. And fair enough. But you got to admit, it was a lot more exciting having engrams back in those days. Yeah. I mean, look, can we, look, let's just have an outside conversation, right, just very quickly about engrams, because I know that there's, there's some changes here, right? Raul is, is going to be a much more, he's, he's a big thing and dick, right, when it comes to decryption. In priorities. When was the last time you got an engram that you had to go and decrypt that you cared about at all? Probably trials and grams to try to get like reads regret, like a good god roll. No. Yeah, okay, right. Trials and grams, but beyond that, like anything you hand into rule or anything you can read. Not right all. Like, maybe like umbrals, like umbrals. Yeah, because you can focus something. You can yeah. focus something decent out of it. But but there are nothing for right all. Yeah, that whole thing. Ever. They could go like, what if instead of that, you got one at one every like. They were 20 times more rare, and they actually contained shit you'd wanted to use. 
Yeah. You'd be excited, wouldn't you? It's funny about all this stuff we complain about in D1, and it was sort of on the money. Like, yeah, it was abusive, but fuck me. When you saw it, it's exotic and grand. Rahul's character in the game, a fucking asshole, right? And have him be an asshole when he decrees your stuff. It's like, not everyone's nice. That's fucking lies. You know what someone said today? Someone's like, every legendary should be a blue now. And. What the what the new legendary should be is artifice armor, the the from master dungeons yep. with the extra mod slot. Is that like we were talking about it the other night? So we were doing grass, and um, is that like a thing that's going to be everywhere? It's like in the new thing. Is that I? Yeah, right. Because we weren't sure whether it was going to be a widespread thing or not, and I don't remember reading about it. I had the impression that it was like it was going to be the kind of like master level armor drop thing like the equivalent of a adept weapon right but yeah you know, not everyone felt that way so. I, I don't know i just get the feeling it's hard though because part of me would love for everyone to not have a full legendary set and if you had a full legendary set it means you'd been grinding end game content yeah, but, but the like, game's also grown more than that because it's not even a, it's, this is the thing it's not even about rarity anymore. It's about stats on the armor. That's it. Yeah, and it's not about appearance or anything like that. Remember when, like, the very early days of Destiny, when you saw someone in the in the tower and they had, like, the, the fucking flaming thing that meant they had done the yeah. nightfall or yeah. they were wearing the Chatter White Shader or had Vex on them, you were like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, now it's like, I mean, maybe that's because we, you know, no longer atrociously shit at the game and can probably go and do most of these things ourselves if we need to. But I, I don't look. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about. Anyway, I think, I think that is. I mean, they even acknowledge it in the twelve that they need to have a look at rarity again because obviously it serves a very limited purpose at the moment. And yeah, I mean, I mean, greens. Grave. Grave. You mean... Grave? Common. 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 Why? You know, the, the, irony is, the irony is that the common shit is, is fucking completely uncommon. You never see it. It's <laughs> true. I've never thought about that. I didn't think about it until right shit. then. That's how my brain works. Like a bag of cats. Occasionally something good comes out. Anyway... <laughs> Let's dive into what Joshua Kalinsky says about the uh, the economy changes. Uh, beginning in the Witch Queen, blue, rare, rewards will stop dropping from playlist activities, crucible, strikes, gambit, etc. Once players have reached the soft cap, players above the soft cap, 1500 power in the Witch Queen, will instead see a slightly increased chance at receiving legendary rewards from these activities or a small amount of legendary shards. Blue weapons and armors will continue to drop from enemies and chests while playing Destiny 2, but we hope that this would reduce the need for players to manage their inventories and reduce the frequency of visits to the Postmaster when running playlist activities. Yeah. It is the most annoying thing about this game by far, having to continuously just dismantle shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you know that you know, Victoria, Victoria that came over for PAX. Yeah. She made the auto dismantle blues in Destiny 1. What are we having in Destiny 2? I don't know, you're going to have to ask her. 
I'm an asshole. <laughs> I don't think I've got a direct answer. <laughs> She's like the nicest person in the world, too, so it's really hard to be like, why did I? You just can't do it. Give me water dismantle. Give, give. Alright, so uh, we have some work ahead of us when it comes to rarity in, as a subject in Destiny 2. While Blue Gear helps players increase their power earlier in the game, we want to look at their place in the overall game. We aren't expecting any major changes in the next few seasons, but we'll be spending some time behind the scenes thinking about the future of rare drops. Yeah, there you go. Alright, yeah, there you go. How much do you reckon rare drop played to, <laughs> played to get that one all really slow play? <laughs> True. Product placement. Bungie, I'm on to you. On John you. Smith rep. Yeah, you can, can summarize this. You, you, need, you, can, you can summarize this, please. Oh, my Basically, life. Four reputation rings. That was, that was really fun. That's, that's the tweet tomorrow if I got. Yeah, I have, I, I have literally never handed in anything on my Titan. I'd probably be in the same boat on, like, Hunter. Uh, my Warlock probably wouldn't, but my Hunter, I definitely would. Anyway, Banji's going to get the same system as, like, Zivala and Shaq, so they're getting rid of a bunch of shit, so hand in your telemetries, hand in your gunsmith materials. I, I don't even know that I will. I have, like, 30,000 of them. Did you get anything good? Did, have you started doing it? Have I haven't. No, no, this I'm doing. Log, if you want. Oh, take a day of work, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take right. a day of work. I already right? like where this is going, yeah. Fly up the stream. Yeah. And what I've, what I've said to Chad is we'll do a cocky tail <laughs> stream. And until we run out of gunsmith parts, like, that, that's the whole stream. Just handing in gunsmith parts. And drinking cocktails. That's it. How many do you have? Like twenty-seven thousand or that. Right. I have over eighty thousand. <laughs> you got eighty thousand? Yeah, we were looking at it the other night. We've got. I've got fucking shitloads. Like Aura and I are about the same. I think Sassy's got even more. So, <laughs> like, I'm at the point now where I'm looking at it, going, I don't know that I can be fucked. Decrypting all of this shit into guns yeah, have to make and then having to run backwards and forwards to the postmaster yeah. to check it all out. I, I'm thinking, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to do it at all. And it None. goes away. Like, a day off work, sit down with me, a couple of beers, and we'll just talk <laughs> shit and dismantle it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Look, that's a good one. I mean, the way the way COVID's going over here, I'll fucking get that within the next week or so, and then I'll have a week off. So easy done. Um, oh, I might have it now. I just fucking sneeze. Got it, you know? Yeah, right. Anyway. Uh, uh, oh wait, where where did the, where did stuff that Raul being a oh no, he's, that's the next part. Sorry about that. All right. Um, this is a big change too. Right. If you get rid of mod components, so you won't use them to buy um Armor I'm Mod. I'm not helping. <laughs> armor mod. <laughs> I'm enjoying this too much. Right. Yeah. So get rid of mod components. So armor mods from Banjin A to one, they're gonna have four of them now rather than two. Yeah. And it's gonna cost ten thousand glimmer. 
So it's going yeah. to double the chances of you something coming up you haven't got already. Yeah, rightly so. Very cool. Yeah, but it's great. Uh, and because there's no armor mods and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> maybe I should have done this. Anyway, the yeah. ghosts, right? You're in there. The ghosts. The ghosts <laughs> don't have ghost mods like weapon telemetry mods because yep. there's no point having them. Yep. Get rid of them. Done. Yep. Oh, I forget that ghosts have mods. Like, I've got a set yeah, to get with that shit. Anyway. You know what I need to put on? Just put the Glimmer one on. That's what I need to do. Just Glimmer. Yeah, yeah. Glimmer or... So uh, always need Glimmer. I had the legendary drops from Crucible. That's the one I'll put on, because I'll just forget about it for forever. Yeah. Get an occasional extra drop. Sweet. Yep. Because uh, Spider's going to die. Don't even know this. What? <laughs> Who's going to die? What? Or the reef's going, and yep. I'm predicting they're going to kill Spider. You know, in the lore at least, in the lore. You know, you remember when, spoiler alert, that gun came into the game the first time, right? And oh, I thought you were saying spoiler alert. Yes, I remember the, yeah. the gun called and it was, spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert, someone dies, right? Yeah. Well, it came back this season. <laughs> so... Like, yeah, exactly. Someone, someone's going to die. So that's what, that's what we're talking about. Probably if, if there's someone that it kills, that, that, that's, that is being referenced, is someone as fucking ancillary and pointless and, like, not really interesting as Spider, I'll be filthy. I want to be, be emotionally tormented by whoever the... Whoever so it's it's going to be Osiris? No. And we're going to see St. Fulton break down. It's not going to be Osiris. Do you want to know how I know it's not going to be Osiris? Yeah. Because Osiris isn't even in the game at the moment. Right. He's probably already dead. He's been replaced by Sabathuwun for a long, long, long period of time. And it would be kind of weird to be like, guess what? We found Osiris. Bushka, he's dead. Right? Yeah, he's already dead, yes. Well, that's the reveal. Oh, he died. Yeah, just imagine big old Saint 14 carrying his body, crying like a baby. Saint 14 fucking died as well, and he'd come back. So, like, what's the truth? He lay there. We saw his body, and guess what? Now he's giving us fucking engrams. So, like, I reckon, for it to carry any weight, it's not going to be a guardian. I reckon it's going to be Marisov. He's going to get the... I reckon Sabathun... It's going to be all tied in together. That's my guess. All right, then. All right, there we go. Cock on the block. Danny, <laughs> I, she knows we've got a podcast on right now. She <laughs> bloody knows. <laughs> Matt, can you just do whatever it needs to be done around the house? It's fine. I'll just do this by myself. <laughs> uh, all right, where are we up to? Rahul taking over. Did we talk about that already? No, no, so basically, uh, Spy's going to die, like I said. Yeah, um, I mean, look, he's getting fucking deleted. <laughs> yeah, like, either way, yeah, metaphorically, literally. Um, so, Raul will have the exchange materials for you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that, well, that makes sense. That's probably where it should be to begin with, because I mean, I don't have to go to the reef for no reason. So, um, I hope you have, like, the same rate, because sometimes they were pretty juicy. 
Yeah, I think that's all the same. Yep. Right. It's all yep. the same. Yep. And then, and then I believe Raul will be picking up some of the wares from Banshee and Ada because they're going to have the four uh, armor mods, so we'll have room. Yep. So he'll also sell the Enhanced Imprisons and the Azena Shards. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, there you go, Raul. You're going to see a lot more of him. Uh, Rahul, not Raul. That's very odd. Rahul! <laughs> Rahul! 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 Or like, every time I say Rahul, I always think, I remember Log making fun of me for how I say it, but I don't know which way he doesn't like. It's not about me. It's a universal thing. It's like you say lots of stuff, honey. Like shuriken, you say shuriken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're just not fulfilling your responsibilities. You're shirking them. Shirking. <laughs> this is what happens when I have enough time to hang out in your stream. I'm gonna stop it so I don't fucking <laughs> stop picking on you. All right. Now, depressingly, uh, the next the next part is called Hawk Moon and Dead Man's Tale. Dead Day. <laughs> Yeah, look, just type out anything that you've ever heard Matt uh, mispronounce, and we'll read them in a minute or so. Um, and th- that'll be probably the remaining 20 minutes of this podcast. Bandoila. Bandoila. <laughs> Kabir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so sadly enough, Hawk Moon and Dead Man's Tale aren't being fucking deleted from the game. They are going to live with Zer now. So there'll be a random roll on each of them every week. Uh, I mean, they're the only two exotics with random rolls in the game. So you can go through, spend an Ascendant Shard, an Exotic Cypher, 125,000 Glimmer, and 200 Legendary Shards, and you can buy one. Um, it sounds very expensive, but just don't buy a shit roll. Wait until it's a Vorpal Dead Man's or whatever and then taken in the Crucible and just simply end the life of any roaming super immediately. Um, that, yeah, will, I mean, that will be a wait. Wait. That will wait be a wait. Yeah, wait for Vorpal, Dan T, and... The day the supers died. Fucking deleted from the game. Um, is Hawkmoon good? I don't know. I've, I've got, like, one no, mediocre roll. I don't know. I've got one that even existed. Um... I don't know. I mean, all the Metahand cannons these days seem to be more as either Ace of Spades or um, legendary stuff. Um, all right. Okay. And um, there's Catalyst. You get yeah, the Catalyst in the playlist. All right. Hawkmoon, Deadhand, Aegis. What do you reckon? We, we, need, we just need to pick one out of this list and uh, and have a guess at what the uh, the uh, thing uh, the, the Catalyst will be. What do you mean? Isn't that the catalyst? What's the? Isn't that? Aren't they getting it? It already exists. They're just going to put it oh, on the playlist. Too. What am I on about? Fucking hell. Anyway. Dumbest. <laughs> Welcome back to this episode of Australia's Dumbest Cunts. It's Four Horsemen. Is that? Is that catalyst? Was that from Prasad? No. Is that from Leviathan? I haven't even uh, seen that gun in like a thousand years. Was that was that a hard mode Leviathan to get the caddy from Fourth Horseman? <laughs> I think no. I'm thinking of something else. No, like, you're thinking of track, tractor, isn't it? Sorry, no, no, no. no. I'm thinking of was it? Oh, I'm thinking of Acris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was the, the heavy tractor. Yeah, so I'm thinking of Acris. Fourth Horseman's that weird. It's yeah, more it's like good. a. It's got 
four barrels on it. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it looks, it's like a like a World War Two bomber or something. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's kind of bad. I mean, this is, look, with the victim of matters in terms of like, you know, there's a few there that I haven't dusted off in literally years. Um, Whisper of the Worm. That I would like that kind of come back now. I've, it's been away for long enough. Uh, all right, now the big vickies of this uh, this twelve. Uh, the Witch Queen redacted raid launch start time day kickoff March fifth, twenty twenty two. March ten a.m. specific time. Specific. <laughs> Which for uh, New South Wales and Victoria is five a.m. Uh, on the sixth. Five a.m. is so reasonable. It's two a.m. for me. Man, you get up at 5 a.m. every day. It's like getting That's up three hours early. 5 a.m. is reasonable. It's not reasonable. 5 a.m. is like, I don't know. What like, time do you get up? About two minutes before my alarm goes off. Yeah, what time is that? Like seven. Seven o'clock. I mean, no, normally I'm up before that because I've got kids and they're pretty annoying. <laughs> oh, Dad, I've decided I want to play with this remote control car one foot from your face so you're asleep. <laughs> Yay. Good on you, mate. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, now we know. That's a, that's a fair while. That's a, that's a couple of weeks, isn't it, since from from the launch of well, like no, nine days, days. A week and a half. Yeah. Ten That'll days. be one, one weekly reset. It'll be the start and then a reset, and then you'll be, we'll be into it on that weekend. Um, so you're gonna, you know, you're having a talk with the DCP, aren't you? You've listened hey, to that. Hey, who's your team? Well, I don't know why everyone's been so fucking cagey about it. What do you mean? I'm not being. I don't to tell people or not. What, like why? Like it's a secret. You talked about it in front of like several hundred people on a podcast today. No, what? but we didn't say who's in the team. Oh right, okay. N- never mind. It's probably the DCP's news to break, right? Rather than like breaking it on a second point. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure what's told me in the bloody in my bloody stream, but then I tried to repeat it to someone else and I match and I was like I don't fucking know. Who's the best person in the team? Dude, it's scary. It might be me. No, nah, it'll be Watts. It'll be Watts. <laughs> Watts is the machine. Yeah, someone Watts. else. It'll be Watts or someone else. But I'll give give me credit, man. I'm getting pretty good at this bloody game now. You are too. And look, I, I will give you all the credit in the world for literally putting your hand up and saying, I'm going to play Titan. I was very proud of that. I was very proud Dude, of that. Dude, I'm going to... I don't even know how Titan works. You'll figure it out. It's not that hard. The dumb man's class. Hard everything. Yeah, basically. Put a bubble up so we can hide in it. It's not that much to it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know that. I will probably just bomb camera everything, to be honest. I don't know that bonk hammer is going to be a viable strategy. Oh, bonk them. I mean, you can try. <laughs> you can try. Smiling <laughs> games just getting around the new raid trying to bonk everything. Right, okay, okay. Let, let me throw this hypothetical out for you, right? Okay. Deep St. Chris? Yes. First encounter? Yes. Bonk would have worked. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. It was also the, the, the easy encounter that we... Managed to get through while yeah. drinking mojitos from a teapot. So, but I am really... thinking, I am thinking there'll be one of the early encounters that has a lot of ad clear and 
simple puzzles. Bonk camera might work for it. There's a lot. As soon as you start getting a DPS, probably not, but... The issue with that, the sole issue with playing that way, is if you get anything that's got a stomp, you just, you can't. Anything else, like, if, if there's a lot of ads, I, I can't see how it wouldn't be, like, even slightly viable, because you can you can run protective light in it. <laughs> like, yeah, but since, like, champions in that, like, when you've got those, like, mini-bosses, you just one-tap them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're going to have to know. <laughs> Surely just about any boss in the game, if everyone runs that, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I tell you what, I'm not going to put it on, but if I see the opportunity to bonk, I'm a bo- I'm a bonker. That's Mylan Games is here to bonk. <laughs> like, I'm sure Void 3.0 is probably going to be OP in some way. There'll be some combo, and I'll I'll have Void and the bubble. But if I feel like I can bonk, I'm going to be bonking. Oh, bonk pride! That's like, get it out there and get your hammer out and and just stick. You know, just do it. <laughs> We're, we're there's, so many, there's so many options for Titan, man. Like, if you have pure DPS, you know, you just use Yeet Titan. If you, I mean, if there's many bosses, I, I don't know. Bosses. I feel like we we are ignoring the elephant in the room a bit because, like, no one has any idea just how potent Void 2.0 is going to be, right? I think Void. Like, I think it's going to be broken. I mean, there's an assumption that it's going to be broken, but I mean, something will be disabled. It'll be disabled. Like, there'll be, a, there'll be a fragment or whatever they're calling it. <laughs> there'll be some part of it that is going, this is a fucking mistake. We're very sorry. Turn it off. We'll just, like, yeah, all right. Okay, look, that's it. That's the 12. I mean, there's, there's some great stuff in there. There's always the, you know, jump in, have a look at the movies of the week. Um, is that is that the trailer, Matt, that you showed on stream the other day, the the Journey to Witch Queen, Witch Queen trailer? That's, uh, um... Yeah, that was one of the one of the one of someone in um my chat. Yeah, they got movie of the week. Yeah, unreal. So go in and watch that. It legit gave me goosebumps. Um, it was it's pretty pretty incredible. Um, it's a whole heap of yeah, collage collage together. Um, uh, you know, cinematics from previous releases and whatnot. But it's very 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 well done. Uh, and of course, there's there's also the art emblems and all that sort of stuff. So go and have a look at it if you so desire. That's it. That's the talk. That only took us. 51 minutes, and now we've got, uh, you know, nine minutes of just shit talking. So if you've got anything in chat, let us know if, you, if you're going to have a crack at, at uh, a day one raid. Are you going to have a shot without looking at stuff first? It's not, not get up for it, but are you going to you going to give it a I'm, I'm, I'm kind of undecided whether or not I'm going to get up. I'm, I might get up. Me and Sassy have been talking about it. I don't think anyone else is keen. <laughs> Me and Sassy are just Wait, Yeah, minutes. but here's the thing. I think, I think everyone always goes for the full, like... What did you just do? What we did last time, which was zero expectation to get oh, that's what I'm doing. The that's, that's, first encounter. That's it. That's 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 it. That's that'll be what it'll be. I'm not going in there playing for sheep stations. That's that's for sure. It's just more about being there at the, at the jump off, right? When everyone else is is giving it, you know, everyone jumps in at the same time. Um, so I mean, people asking uh, hot tub in, in hot tub Kenny in the chat says. Who is the raid boss going to be? Callus? Dude. I, I, hope, so. I hope it's Callus. I fucking hope so. I'm, I want I, that very badly. I hope <laughs> it's Callus Entity as the last boss. Yeah, I, I mean... Possess, possess Callus of the Darkness in the Pyramid Ship. 
Do you think he'd be possessed by the darkness, or do you think he would like was powerful enough to have sort of just become one with it? Give me split personality, fucking callous and the darkness, you know? Give me. He's breaking through, he's like talking to us, like, oh, la, 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 save me, la, 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 la. <laughs> and darkness, darkness takes over again. Grow fat. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a fat with strength. Uh, <laughs> I, look, I, I miss callous. I thought callous was like the most. Like, I like him. As a, you know, I guess that. He's kind of a villain, but he's also not really a villain. But he is a villain. Um, I think, I, I don't know, I don't want to want, to, I want them to cheapen him by like, oh, he went in there and got corrupted and now he's just evil Callus. I still want Callus to be Callus and have that like. Yeah. I, want the, I still want the fact that If we don't get Callus, we probably never see a conclusion to that. Hey, look, I feel like Dog and Big Daddy Callus is better. That's a big accusation. He might be the half of the final shape. Who knows? <laughs> Not us. There we go. Very good. Yeah, mate, you didn't <laughs> get any law from me. I'm one cocktail <laughs> deep. He's good. Matt's good. There, there was no real law anyway, was there? There was nothing really to discuss. Except you were, you were doing the, like, you did your, your foundational stuff about, like, the way ghosts work and what they are and all of that yeah. sort of stuff to lead into... Um, you know, obviously Sabathun and, and Akroni getting some, yeah. some ghosts going yeah. on. Do you, do you think that's like... Do you think that's real or do you think that's just something that happens in her throne world? So the next video I'm going to do is I'm actually going to talk about throne worlds because yeah. I think that's like one of the most interesting questions right now is her throne world is obviously functioning very different from how we understand other throne worlds. In what way? Well, we've seen Oryx in Throne World, and his was basically merged with the Dreadnought, so it was still some sort of physical space. Uh, we saw what the Mind Bend yeah, Throne World was, which it was, was like, but it wasn't. Like his Throne World was sort of housed in the Dreadnought, but we had to access it through that portal, right? The yeah, yeah. So but it, from a law thing, it was sort of merged. It was the Dreadnought was his Throne World, and Throne World was his Dreadnought sort of deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then all the other throne worlds have been like in the ascended plane, the ascendant realm, like um, yeah, mind them. benders, uh, the shadow realm, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, this clearly isn't that because there's not enough monochrome no. going on. <laughs> no. Yeah. So Mara's Mara made a throne world which was very different. So I don't know. Very good. They keep, they keep hinting at that it's like the same as in mind and stuff like that. Yeah, and so that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. I think it's going to be a big trick. I think you, I keep yeah, thinking it's going to be a big creation of a mind. That's what I'm getting at with like the 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 light-wielding hive. Like if this is a space that is entirely of her making, well, she could just imagine, you know, hive with ghosts or hive with the light and, you know, so let it be imagined, let it be done, and here we are. So I don't know. I mean, are we going to? Is it is it something we're going to see outside of that? I I doubt it. I think that's probably the way that they'll they'll pose it. But I hope not. I hope it's like I hope it fundamentally changes shit. Let's <laughs> 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 go home. 
Yeah. I just raised my eyebrow. Yeah, and nodded, kind of like a, hmm. <laughs> like, you know when Elon Musk smoked the joint on the Joe Rogan show? It was basically, basically exactly that facial expression. Like a, hmm. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm not sure what's happening, but I definitely agree. <laughs> what year is this? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, look, what's, what's the plan for next week before we fuck off? You're off. Um, You're going to wake I'm up. Away. You away, yeah. so, well, I've got I've got another uh, video on all the other Easter eggs from the dungeon that I didn't get a chance to cover. Um, so top ten sort of Easter eggs in dungeon, like Tanny's cloak and the skybox and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then the week after that will be a rundown on everything we know about throne worlds. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll have a bunch of of uh, law schools with all those people I mentioned at the beginning. It's gonna be good. I'm gonna and then there'll probably be a, a summary for this season. There'll be a fucking an ending, a conclusion to this season. Yeah, so that will happen. Oh, that's the other big question, really, isn't it? How much is the? How long is the ramp up into Witch Queen? Because clearly, it's gonna be like two weeks before, surely. Yeah, I mean, otherwise it'll all feel a bit sudden, so. Yeah. Doing right. before, maybe, so we'll have that. And then I'll I'll do a big summary on Saberfoon. Everything you need to know about Saberfoon, I'll get all those notes together. And then we'll be Witch Queen. Can't wait. I want to see logs. And I've got my graduation. I've got my PhD graduation. You better be able to wear that stupid hat on. Yeah. On the, yeah, you better wear it for a good solid week. Don't take it off. Oh, oh no, you're hiring. I'm not going to have a one. You hire a hat? Yeah. What? It's expensive, mate. It's a fucking hat. It looks like you could... Like, do you want me to just make you one? Yeah, go down and get some fucking cardboard from the news agents. No, no, no. No, no, no. They're not those ones. Do you, do you know which ones they wear? No. They're different. What? How are they different? You know, do you know, like, the floppy Shakespeare hats? <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be playing your phone. I'll share it with you. <laughs> Why did you try so hard on your PhD if that was what you were going to get out of it? This shitty, floppy Shakespeare hat. Stop laughing at me! No. Oh, dude, you're you're gonna you're gonna fucking laugh. Oh, look, I'm already laughing because I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you, know, do you want to bring it up? Yeah, do it. This is the last thing we're doing. Getting, yeah. getting the fuck yeah, we, we're going. We're getting the fuck out of here. So stand by for a raid once I've. <laughs> dude, I I don't I don't belong. Do it. <laughs> Yeah, hold on, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. The higher cost is like half the full purchase price, and you buy it, don't you? So you've got your hat to wear around. <laughs> Mate, you don't want that. That's it there. That's Julia Gillard, brother. Zoom in, zoom in. Oh, I don't know where it's going to take me. Oh. Former Prime Minister of Australia wearing a silly hat. <laughs> Do you have to wear the fucking pirate outfit that goes along with it? <laughs> you fuckwit. 
<laughs> go across. Go across the left. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know if mine would look like that. <laughs> it looks like some shit from old Sydney town. <laughs> yeah, it does. I wonder what my town would look like. It, it depends what faculty you're in. It looks like some shit where they'd spell horse, but with, where it still had the F. Remember when they used to use the F and the S? It was the same character. <laughs> Oh, you're coming in on the whole government graduation, you dickhead. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Matty. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Good on you. Good, Good on you. Good on you, mate. Alright, we'll see you next week. Don't have too much fun with that, it's alright. Bye. 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 per second. It's time for Destiny Down Under. before, but I tried it for the first time then. I was in a rush, right? Yeah. I opened up the cold pizza box. Yeah. I got the pizza out, but there was two pieces stuck together, so I didn't separate them, so it was just like one giant piece of pizza. Yeah. You don't do that all the time? No. What? You you want to know the the real hack? You just get two that are like slightly joined, and then go, fold them over. Eat two pieces of pizza at one time. Maximum efficiency on pizza eating. I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's the new meta of pizza eating. What do you think about pizza crusts? I always get the stuffed crust because I'm pretty intent on giving myself a heart attack at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
whenever I see an 80-year-old person, I'm like, fuck that. I'm just going to get starstruck from here on in. I'll be gone by then. Uh, <laughs> it's evil shit, man. I don't know. I, but I do. I genuinely always get that. Like, fucking... I don't even know how they make it. Like, they've got, like, some kind of extrusion machine where they pump fucking cheese into the rim of a crop. Like, what? Um, yeah, what do you think about, like, base? I, I can tell that you, there was no stuffing in the crust you were just eating. Give us a give us a rating before we move into, you know, talking about so, dusty and all that other shit that we do. Yeah, normally there's more, like, flavour in the crust, and this is a bit plain for my liking, and I'm sort of not digging it. I reckon they should all, all pizzas should be rimmed by, like, garlic bread. There shouldn't be a crust. There should just be, like, a border of, of garlic bread. And so, when you make your own pizzas, right, we had, we had a, um, I went over a friend's place and they had a pizza oven. We yeah. made our own pizzas. Yeah. Right? And we could tell which pizza was mine because it didn't have a crust. Yeah, it is. I was like, why didn't it have a crust? Well, I realised you, you can hold, yes. Yeah. I went to the I went to the very edge with this molten hot lava cheese. Couldn't fucking beat the pizza. Yeah, but hey, can you? You can't eat it like that. Oh, oh, oh! I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's totally fine. I think you're an innovator, Matt, and don't let anyone else dim your bright light. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. My mum always told me I thought different. Yeah, <laughs> just built different. <laughs> I think if there's anything that typifies this podcast, it's just been a bit, been a bit unconventional. Uh, anyway, aside from from uh, hooking into pizza, how's your week been, Cobber? What have you been up to? I've been I've been zonked, mate. Yeah. Um, You're a little bit out of it. I can tell. Yeah, I'm not all with it. Um, just been trying to get through playing the game and reading the law and getting getting all the juicy vids out. Uh, it's, been, it's been busy. You've been, because I, I normally have a morning wake up to a, a Milan Games notification that something has come out overnight that you've obviously scheduled, unless you're staying up that late, in which case you're in big trouble, young man. Um, <laughs> you've been working your ass off. It's probably, you know what this is? This is fatigue from working, Matt. This is the thing that you started content creation to get away from. Yeah. But this is true. It's okay. It'll settle back down. I mean, look, we've, we've had... This week was always going to be... Like, this week and the first week after launch were always going to be the two most brutal weeks because the amount of, like, insanely cool lore that has come out on the on the tails of the raid is, like... I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to talk about it because I'm... Probably Honestly? Haven't, haven't been this fired up about Destiny lore in... I don't know if ever. I think I think Rolk broke me. I think that video broke me. I thought that was a good video though. He did a great job. I know it was like it was you know you know that took ten hours of research to that ten minute video. Yeah, I just turned up like three minutes before you started and assumed you <laughs> dropping Scooby Doo Rolk. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you say, fuck you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let me tell this story to everyone because it was it, we were we were we were ten hours deep into a stream. I had done literally all the research, I had all the notes ready. I'm about to record. Loggy comes in and is like, "Oh, Rolk sounds like something uh, Scooby Doo." So Rolk, Raggy, 
And it just fucked up my pronunciation for the whole video. <laughs> and I was looking at back, so I was like, this doesn't sound right. And then I opened up, then I opened up the dialogue with um, Marasov, and I listened to Marasov, and she's like, Rolk. And I was like, Rolk. Yeah, I was like, Rolk. Like, Raggy? Rolk. Rather than Rolk. I can't even pretend it was intentional. Uh, it was. It was. It was. I was like, since I saw his name, I couldn't unthink that. <laughs> and every time I've heard someone say it, I wanted to go, oh, Rory. Whatever. No, I didn't. Because I, I watched the recorded, I didn't, I didn't watch the video initially, and then I was getting even people DMing me going, oh, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit on you to start this video. I'm like, fucking, what have I done now? I am at, and I got lost. That's one of the most. <laughs> yeah, no, the most video that starts is 30 you. seconds of me calling, you calling me a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the moon. Yeah. Anyway. Well, at least it's accurate. <laughs> it's probably about the time most of the community were warned. I'll find a way to, way to drag you back down. Um,. Look, I don't know. Do we want to, do we want to start? Do we want to just talk the raid? Because I know that, like, you know, it was immediately after the podcast last week, more or less, that the the gates opened on um, Val the Disciple. We had the the world's first, uh, you know, the race to be world's first, and then uh, forty eight hours of contest modes for clears. Um, you jumped straight into the DCP crew and put in a fucking admirable effort. You want to talk about that? No. Right, it's going to be a short podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, going no. with the it's about 14 hours long, <laughs> and the rest. I um, I had a very tactical sleep because I had to be up. The raid was at 2 a.m. for me. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. 2 a.m. or one? No, it was actually two. I had it wrong. It was two o'clock. Right, but. I thought it was one, and then Rin tried to convince me it was three. Well. And she tried to convince me that we have daylight savings here when we don't, and I live here and she doesn't. She's like, you got daylight savings. like, no, we don't. She's like, yes, you do. <laughs> Did you at any moment stop the question of the nature of your existence? Yes, I thought, yeah. wait, do we? She's a very convincing person when she wants to be. <laughs> you She's do like, have one. Yeah, so so you got up super early, and who was your team? No, I so I get this. This is how I got this. I went to bed at six o'clock in the afternoon. Six p.m. Six p.m. I made right. myself a cocktail. <coughs> I got into bed with a cocktail. Right. <laughs> I got into bed with a whiskey sour. I slammed it. Yeah. Then. <laughs> Then I watched some anime, and I was out like a light. And I slept for like six hours, and I woke up at midnight, got up, uh, got the stream ready, got my snacks. I'd already prepped all my snacks, put put my little freak platter out, my little (laughs) chips. I got my chopsticks so I can eat it without getting my fingers dirty. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then we started at about 2 o'clock in the morning. Fair few bugs. Like opening yeah. bugs were, were a bit were a bit bit tough for sure. Um, lost uh, had to repeat the first encounter 
three times or so, which everyone, a lot of people experienced. Um, got through the first encounter, not too many troubles, to be honest. That took us a while, but we got there. Uh, Caretaker was probably the really first big stumbling block. Yeah. Uh, very ammo deprived. It was actually the our biggest issue was was not the mechanics, was just not having enough ammo. It's a DPS check. And uh, the only way he passed it, we got we, he glitched. That was also quite buggy. He glitched out. And he, he was just able to able to be hit continuously. Yep. Yeah, I've seen yeah, so we, a few of them. Yeah. So we used primary ammo on our second DPS phase, which meant we had all of our heavy for like the final DPS phase. So uh, that's basically how we got it. Was was that? I, after telling everyone not to use weaken on their grenades, didn't realize I had weaken on my grenades and was wiping off 15% damage every time I threw a grenade, which was nice. Very good. Because, you know, weaken over goes over the top of tether, which is 30%, and weaken's only 15 and it, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't they fix that this week, though? Or maybe it's fixed now, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were just cock-blocking everyone's <laughs> Yeah. I probably would have done the same and not even known. It's fine. I can't judge. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bit that that broke the camel's back was like the the relic run essentially it was um it was it's so cool because it's, it's like a speed run essentially and uh yeah couldn't couldn't get it um captain watson that left and we we filled in and i went for i think i went for a total of 18 hours on the first and we just got to the last room and like oh was this is another fucking room <laughs> i I mean, my experience is a little bit different because we went into it knowing that we there was no way we were going to even really try to do it all the way through. And we got in and uh, so it was Sass, myself, Keg, Rin, Hammer and Adrian. So pretty pretty cruisy team. We jumped in and just sort of enjoyed the first, the fucking gondola ride of the floating thing. Uh, yeah. And I, I thought that was, you know, I think it was a great introduction to the raid. But um Sort of the first encounter, it, it took us uh, probably an hour and a half or so to get to get through that, just to get coordinated and all of that sort of stuff. But just memorizing the symbols is like that's the what first, it is, and like some the of the random thing. random callouts, because obviously at that point no one had pulled together a list of <laughs> all the callouts to be able to reference. So it, because there's so many, we couldn't really agree on <laughs> what they all were. So we were just like aggressively trying to describe each of them, like ascendant plane with two jellyfish, one of them's upside down, or like, <laughs> or the like enter doorway right at the back is just like the thing that looks like the Assassin's Creed logo. And I think that like, as much as it was ridiculous and it was probably holding us back, they're the things that I'll remember sort of going forward. We um we got through that and we got up to um what's the the big dude with the hood? What's his name? Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, caretaker. So we got up to there, kind of had a couple of little runs at it, and then we heard a big <laughs> clap of thunder over <laughs> over Discord from Sassy's place, and then the <laughs> he's just dropped, he's gone, he's lost power. So at that point, we kind of pulled up. Did he underwater? He there was a lot of water around then. It was kind of a we yeah. <laughs> he's, he's all right now. Dude, it's, I, it's I saw Skill Ups tweet. Did you see Skill Ups? Yeah, tweet? horrific, man. I mean, look, he's in fucking Sydney. I'm like, I don't think that. it was. A lot of inner Western Sydney has, has been absolutely fucking smashed. And if you're in that area, obviously, look, oh, let's go out to you. It, it sucks. I mean, I'm in Newcastle. Uh, no stranger floods, but thankfully this time around we've we've managed to shrug it. But it's been wild, man. This whole fucking town's underwater. Um, 
like, well, like there's not enough going on in this fucking world. <laughs> Over the last couple of weeks, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely shit. So if you're affected by that, I'm sorry I didn't redress that off the, off the top. I got too caught up in taking a piss out of you eating your pizza. Um, yeah, terrible, terrible. A lot of people, um, you know, completely displaced and, and, you know, not even really able to return. So, um, yeah, we think of you. Um, yeah, so that was that was our experience on, on day one and, and kind of had a bit of a double around and, like, the next day with a, a different team got nicked through the, the first encounter and, and stuffed around a bit at Caretaker and thought it did the same thing. So I didn't really have a have a crack at it and I, I'm kind of chipping myself now in, in hindsight. I'm like, I'm probably going to do this properly next time around because I felt like I'd missed out a little bit. Um, but seeing a lot of people's frustrations too, I imagine I would have been pretty salty if I managed to finally beat Caretaker and then got fucked out of it by an error code or something. So I can understand where, where people were coming from, but holy shit, there was a lot of spicy, spicy takes uh, after the fact about the raid and the contest mode and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what to make of all of that. Maybe if you got to take, what do you, what did you think about the extension of, um, of contest mode? Yeah, I think it's perfect. I think, they do that, I think they should do that all the time. Um, make contest mode twenty four hours just encourages teams to go twenty four hours without taking a break, and yeah. that's not that's not healthy. It's not healthy, and it's not skill-based. It's a limitation of how much time you have and how much responsibilities you have in your life. Um, and I think if you do 48, you can do two rounds of 12 hours, or you can do it over two days, or at least try over two days, and I think that's completely fine. Um, I think they did the right thing by extending it, uh, and I think next time it should be a standard to be 48 hours to give people a shot. Um because if you do it in 48 hours, then the main thing you're doing is you're just, you're just getting rid of, or you're making it easier for people to complete it time-wise. Like, it's still the same difficulty. People are acting like it's fucking... Yeah, like it's... it's so yeah, like all of a sudden, you're it hours and it's day. like, yeah. not... Con- it's still contest mode. You're like, oh, you got you got more quiz? Yeah, you got more quiz. Because people didn't have to be fucking psychos and stay 24 hours <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Yeah, people actually got to, like, sleep in the middle of having a crack at it or, you know, maybe step away from it and not be dog shit fatigued and think about some of the encounters. I think the only valid comment I've seen is that maybe it's kind of like the more people get through, the more a matter of, like, approaching activities and stuff forms. But we're still talking about a 48-hour period. In that time, like, how many how many teams do you reckon genuinely went through that, are, like, completed it in 24 hours that didn't reference what Salter or what Dado or what any of those teams were doing whatsoever, right? Yeah, but here's the thing, like, we, we, we even we even knew the encounter for Relic and we knew how to do it, but we couldn't get it done. Yeah. yeah that's it. Like, it's not easier. <laughs> it's just maybe you remove the step of having to figure out the entire encounter by yourself that, like, the first 1% of players will have to do. That's it. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, there are some strategies, but nothing, like, we didn't find it was really set in stone until a little bit later. Like, the exact, there were still things we were getting confused about in the Relic run. Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't really see a, a, a great guide yet, because the guides don't come out for a little bit longer. So, um, it still wasn't possible for us. We were still missing some key pieces of information, even though we tried to find it. So... 
uh, I think. Beyond that, beyond that, like the DPS checks, watching, you know, I watched, I sat and watched it most of the morning before jumping in and giving it a go myself, and the DPS checks were fucking real. Like, oh, yeah. that, that for me is like when, when people are starting to really use specific loadouts to get a shot at fi- finishing off a boss, you know, that like, that, that's really the, you know, whoever's the most switched on to how to, how to put down the most damage in, in that context is is going to have the most joy. So, I don't know, man. I, I've seen so many shit takes this week. And it's not just PvP, but PvE, sorry, and not just raid-related. There's been PvE ones as well. But, like, fuck me. Can we just get to a point where, like, if you're an elitist about a video game, go and do some kind of tertiary education or something. Do something else to hang out on in life because you've just been a fucking idiot over nothing. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's just shit. I mean... Go and, go, and, go and sit down, right? If, if you are so proud of what you've achieved in Destiny, go and sit down with your parents, right, at a dinner table and start telling them about it. They won't fucking care because it doesn't matter in real life. <laughs> they will be like, you're getting married, you're having kids, have you got a job? <laughs> Fuck. Um, Grow up. Anyway, so... Anyway. I I think, with all that said, I think there could be a reward, a different reward for doing it within 24 hours. I think if they're going to go the way of, like, a 48-hour clear, like, I'm not saying that it's it's wrong for people to want to want some recognition for clearing it in 24 hours. It was the way that people carried on about saying that people that did it between 24 and 48 hours didn't deserve it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's what I'm on. You know what? Like, even if it was, like... Within 24 hours, it's the ga- you get the guaranteed exotic, you know? Yeah, look, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think that's that's unreal. I got it first run. And then, eh, you what? You got, got the, first run? Yeah, I got it. I've done one raid clear and I've got it. Oh, I know. Or a fucking shoot me out about it. It was great. He was not impressed. <laughs> Either that, or you have two different emblems. One for... Then, then you get to the point where you've got an emblem for everything. Or... This is what Tess recommended, and I thought this was fucking great gonna, idea. Whatever this is, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm going to agree with it because I've never disagreed with anything Tess has said except about it being good. It's pretty big brain. Right. So, you know, you have, like, trackers on your emblems. Yep. Imagine if it shows you your placement for World's First on the emblem. Like well, we've, got, we've got websites that track that shit. Surely. Yeah, well, look, yeah, yeah. Or, cool, that, that, or, that, you know what? The, the biggest sweats would love that because you could get your emblem out and get your fucking, literally your electronic penis, <laughs> slap it on the table and go, look at that. Top 10, top 50, top 100. Or, or the time after the raid launch that you finished it. So you'd be like, I did it in eight hours off the bat. You could be a little, I mean, it's, it's effectively the same metric, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> rank, rank or hours, whatever. In-game, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I knew it would be a good idea. I'm down. That's what what we need next time around. The other thing is, I think contest mode is is like playing Halo on, on, is it Heroic or Legendary? Which is the easier one? Uh, Heroic. Heroic. You know how it's like, this is how the the game was designed, like the encounters and everything? It's like... I yeah. feel like that's the raid. Like, yeah, the raid was designed like, for contest mode. Jesse said something similar when we were running it, and he's like, for me, this has always felt like the purest kind of 
way to experience a raid because it's fucking hard, but it's not inorganically difficult. Made, you know, there's a few champions and stuff, but once you once you get into those masters, it, it always gets a bit silly. It's like it's it's way more punishing again, but not necessarily because of the the light level disparity. Because it's, it's more mechanically, and you know, there's, there's more thrown at you. I think I would love for there to be an option. I would love for there to be a permanent option. Like here's here's what opens up after people have completed contest mode, normal mode. Here's master, where maybe you go in and that's that's where you go about farming your adept weapons. But here's contest. Here's the, here's the difficulty level that the day one difficulty level that we designed it up. And that's it can just be its own bespoke thing. Maybe you know it'd be a way to who knows maybe you get fucking better armor drops in one, better weapon drops in another. Whatever. Yeah, they'd have to sort. They'd have to sort out all the uh, how it would be different from master and all the rewards and all that kind of I thing. Mean, but I just think, perfectly honest, I think the less champions in activities like that, the better. Because I've always, I don't mind it in GMs, right? Like, because a GM, you're going, you're sitting there with your your two mates different. before you go in, going, right, what do we need? Are you going to a raid? I think, like, as much as you're not loadout locked and you can change on the fly, but it does. You know, it really did restrict and govern what we chose to use in that first encounter. And, you know, like, we were doing fine with the exception of just those champions that needed to be dealt with. I don't know, like, I wish they could make things tankier without them needing to be dealt with in that way. Like, the specific mechanic that locks it to a weapon. I saw Ninji's idea through the week. He replied because I tweeted about it. And he wrote, like, I want to get, I'd love Destiny to get to a point where we just have a mod that you put on a gun and that makes it do that thing rather than it be tied to a weapon type, which I think would be probably make things very easy. <laughs> yeah, but then it's, yeah, exactly. then it's like, well, then what's the point of having them? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, look, I don't think there's a perfect solution. I just know that they're, I don't know, they're just kind of, they feel very inorganic to me is, is probably the way I'd say it, which is a funny thing to say in a futuristic space video game, but, you <laughs> um, know. So let's talk a little bit about the, the raid itself. Uh, aesthetically and thematically and conceptually and, and all of those things. Stunning. What, well, did you, what did you think of it when you first walked in? This I'm telling you right now, when you guys get to DDU, I've spoken about this shit the entire week. I know. That is some, I did a summary yesterday. I do summaries on stream. <laughs> so you get you, you get, get the, the real abridged version. <laughs> you get the fucking... Real bullet points by the time you get to this stream. That's fine. And we've honed the blade. But that's why we can do this in an hour and just rip through. Because it's basically me putting like little sprinkles on top of Matt's already honed bullet points. <laughs> so it obviously looks fantastic. It's inside a pyramid ship. It's like a, I don't know, what's the doctor who thing? It's like a TARDIS. It's like big on the inside. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nuts. It's like yeah, basically um, entering a pocket dimension. But as as we were talking about last week, it does have that real like black brick tile aesthetic and like this all the weird kind of Mesopotamian type weird art everywhere. I just think it's like unlike any other space I've ever entered. It's not. Yeah, like well, you a, know what it is. Wow. It's like when you go into the Natural History Museum or something like that. Yeah. Like I just expected a yeah, the T-Rex. Like the T-Rex. Instead of walking under a fucking whale skeleton, it's just a worm's yeah. arse. Or, like, here's yeah. a, you've ever seen a horse with six asses? There you go. <laughs> right. Um, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised with the look of it. I think it's um, you know, it's, look, it's not bereft of colour either. It, it's pretty foreboding, but there's still you know, there's oh, the skybox as well. Though, oh, how was that? Stunning. Just the the massive worm and the. 
What's this thing called? Fucking upending. Upender. Upender, yeah. that's it. Right. Or it was upending. I think uh, it was made to be upended. Upended. Upadeca. Upended. Upadeca. It was made to be a wallpaper. I'm glad they've released the art. It's fucking incredible. Um, Caretaker, I don't know. I don't understand anything about Caretaker, right? I, I'm sure he's just a dude really? that's, that's been given a job. Right, bullet points, you've got three. Maybe. He, he, I, I need one. Yep. He's part of Rolf's experiment to introduce worms to the scorn, and it was successful. Okay, so he did a good job. Caretaker's a good boy. He's doing a doing good boy. Good wormy boy. Good wormy scorn boy. I like the fight. I think it's unique in that, like, I, I played the role of being, the, the role that you played earlier with the deep sleeping crew of being, this, yeah, <laughs> just whack me. <laughs> have you been into, have you gathered the, yeah, the, 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 I did that the first time, but, like, I've, I've got a pretty pickled fucking brain, <laughs> so I've got to, like, and I know it's annoying for anyone I run with, but I've got to run through and be like, okay, I've got, like, <laughs> Fucking hive, give, whatever, and just repeat them and repeat them and repeat them yeah. until I come out and shoot them. Everyone else is like, I can't fucking think. What do you shut up? So I'm uh, once they're in my brain, I'm sure I'll be all right. But yeah, it's um, I like I like the like the floating staircases and it's like a library almost. It's a fantasy library. It is. It gives me that like, yeah. that vibe of and it's it's cool in that it's an ascending fight as well. You know, like okay, you've got a storm yeah. getting to here and then he pops up higher up and it. I really enjoyed that. And, but I think it's novel in that, like, sort of, you're not necessarily trying to outright defeat the boss. You're just trying to hinder him so that you can then defeat him. And I, I, I like that. I thought it was fine. And, and doing that job specifically is uh, is good fun. Get, you can get your the only thing I didn't really like, and I assume this is intentional, is just how you do DPS. It just feels a bit clunky. It's very, um, it's very destiny, isn't it? Stand on the plate, shoot the boss. No, well, obviously they had rotating plates, so that that gets yeah. rid of things like well and but like bubble in just a single. So I, I see what they did there, and then his like precision crit box is is very odd, and you just half the time I can't fucking see what's happening because he's like oh, he's got like fucking five tennis on his face. And you just hoping for the um, and like divinity is not really an option either because it doesn't like go anywhere. Yeah, you can't really his, divinity. So it's like I, I, I sort of feel like I get what they were trying to do. They're trying to get away from doing that, and that's ended up what we did. And then it was like rockets and fusion rifles ended up being a little bit better in contest mode than um, your linears. Well, if you hit your linears, they're obviously a, a lot better. Which is big. Same with like. Also. Like sleeper, but yeah, but you know, sometimes he just has a he has a he does a funky chicken. And he walks it <laughs> walks in really weird ways, and you, you, it's very hard to get your hits. And then if you fuck up your DPS, then you, you're I mean, done. He's, so. he's obviously been watching watching Rogue. <laughs> sure. um, the next encounter, what's it? I can't remember what they're called, but it's uh, the the running of the um, artifacts from every raid we've had up until now. Pretty yep. cool. I like, I'd seen it before I did it, so I didn't get that like well, pleasantly surprised kind of thing. But when we ran it on normal mode, it was the part that we had the most trouble with. It was by far and away the most annoying part because none of us had like done that part before, but we knew how to do it. So 
uh, I was it was probably the most pissed off I've been in a raid in two years just because I, we knew what we had to do and we kept finding a way to fuck it up someone would fall off mainly me but <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how anyone yeah. did it on contest do, do you know what I really like about that that run it's 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 not easier it's if everyone if there's no weak links in a really like not like mean way if there's no weak links you can you can just haphazard it and you can get it. Yeah. And everyone knows what's happening. Yeah. However, if you are trying to help someone, there are so many things you need to explain to get yeah. like rotations working. And it and all it's really happens fast. so fast yeah. under. And it like, happens all fast. <laughs> and, and you also can't you can't show people the other rooms. You have to get there for them to see it. Yeah, you can't walk and, through it first and be like, oh, there'll be a guy appear here, like. I think we got to the last room. We managed to just scrape through, right, in the end. We, we didn't do it easy. It was an ungainly run, <laughs> and we, we got through. But it was like the just trying to shoot the knight with the, the pyramid in the, in the last room was what got us over the thing. So it's like, oh, he's fucking down there, down there. And, like, that communication of where, where, fucking where, shoot it where he is so I can see. Oh, you know. Uh, I, and there's lots of little things that, like, I didn't fully understand at first. Like how you need a relic to see. I, I still don't know which one it is. You know the glyph keepers, right? If you have the relic, you see one, and if you don't have the relic, you see the other one. Yeah. I thought it was just random. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't I mean, realize. I, it was, I, I knew that before I went in, so I can't really knock you for that. Yeah, and uh, you know that that was actually one of the things that got us when we we're doing contest mode. We just, we thought it was just randomness with the relics that you can see. And also, we we weren't really sure about the the ribbon's eye. The ribbon's eye really threw us, which how it would go left, right, left, right. Yeah. And because we thought it went left, right, left, right, and then we thought we it, it broke that. So then we didn't actually know if it was alternating each time, and that, and that just really really fucked us up. Um, and there are little things like that that are difficult to explain to to new players, um, which can make that encounter pretty pretty troublesome. That and by the end of it, everyone has to carry because. Like, yeah, we'll have to do something. There's yeah. no, there's no option. Like someone, cause, because of the timeout, and like there was one point we were standing there, kind of waiting to swap over because we, I don't know, we'd obviously done something quicker than we were meant to, or something. I don't know. But um, I think it will be the the encounter that annoys people for like I can't imagine how hard that will be on master. It will be, it will be fucking nasty. It will be, it will be the one. Um, and then like. Obviously, moving on to onto the dapper pants man himself, Ralk, standing there with his hands behind his back, looking down just, upon us, just punting everyone into the oblivion. Well, yeah, I mean, when I first saw it come up, right, like because I was watching, I think I think I was watching Dado's stream when he got there, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> what is an R Hulk? Like, what's what's going on?" And kind of, I I, I didn't rate it like off off. Off the bat, I'm like, this this thing is looks fucking weird. But then once they go, right? I don't just oh, look. I was just like a floating guy just there going, yes, yeah, like some kind of fucking anime villain. Which, I love you know, it. It's, it's kind of cool. But once I saw him up the top, actually moving around and and like the the part where you actually fight him instead of trying to dunk, um, and I saw someone get fucking drop kicked into oblivion. Like yes, this could be my favourite boss ever. I'm I'm here for this. You know what? No more boss yeah. stomps. We're gonna do boss head kicks, and you're not gonna like it. It's just a really insulting way to be killed. I think it's just, it's 
being dispatched. Um, have, you, have you seen when someone like, hides behind the thing and he walks down and kicks them? Did you see that on Twitter? No, that's how look. You have to send it to uh, me. Someone's like hiding behind like one of the four pillars at the top. And you know, when he, if he goes out of bounds, he just walks on like these like little light patch things, yeah. Light light platforms, yeah. and he and the person's like he goes <laughs> walks out and he goes yeah, <laughs> boots his shit out of there. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. so I mean, I think like obviously it's just a gift that keeps on giving in terms of meme shit for Destiny, and everyone's frothing over him and, and all of that as as this community tends to do anytime a big bad comes in. But uh, I think the fight's great. I it was once we got it down, it was actually fun. Like, um, I I did dunking, so that was my job. I got yelled at to do that on the on the first run through, and I did a pretty good job. I don't think I let anyone down, and uh, had a good time doing it. But I think as it goes on, you know, we, we did one person dunking, right? And we didn't, I, I didn't understand that you could do two people at the same time and speed it all up. So it'll be interesting to see where we are in a few weeks' time with, like, what the actual meta distills to be to destroy and to, to get through that first part. Because I think the second part, it's kind of like you've got one person who in our group was sassy that's just annoying the shit out of him, which is <laughs> like making him target them. And then the other person doing the, you know, doing the symbols. And uh, the rest of us are just like, I don't know, lingering around, killing thrall. Yeah, the block mechanics get... aren't super, super tough. Yeah, um, I think it was it was just contest mode. Obviously, it was like absolutely killing everyone. Yeah, I mean, we I ran out of ammo. We 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 kind of starved ourselves of ammo at the very back end of ours, and I could see how like I can only imagine how hard it would have been to do on contest mode. So if you manage to get it done, and, you, and you're listening to this rock and roll, uh, solid effort. Um, but probably the cool thing is, this is the best. You know the best thing about the whole raid log. What's that? How many times did you stand in a well or a bubble to do DPS? Well, only in that. I mean, in a bubble, no, none ever, because they're kind of redundant by the fact that it's moving. I think we did. I did bubble wall at the at the end of caretaker when you're yep. dancing down. Yeah. And yeah, you could probably do it during the the phase, the final phase of of rock if you if you were. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Did he kick you out of it? <laughs> can, he just, can he drop kick a, a fucking Titan with her arm up? Is that a thing? We're going to have to find out now. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, Kane, to look at one out how much you could tank if you're in, yeah, just, um, if you're in, your, in your bubble. I mean, it'd be pretty funny to see it. Just, I mean, the whole thing would be fucked at that point. Um, but, yeah, you're right. There's no, really no standing in a well. You know, there might be the initial, initial drop of one. So, I like the fact that they've changed up damage phases. I, I think that, you know, that's one of those things that has long been a bit of a meme of, oh, go here, stand in this, shoot that, and that's the, the Destiny boss. And game. what did I tell you? What did I predict with Void 3.0? Mechanic-heavy raid yeah, round. Right. I, I, look, I was a bit overwhelmed watching people doing that first <laughs> the first fucking encounter. I'm like, there's fucking how many symbols? <laughs> Like, I don't like doing Riven because there's so many symbols. Like, there's 700 different types of fucking bird in Riven. I don't want to know about it. And then this one, they're all, like, just abstract shit. I didn't realise that you could just walk through the thing beforehand and see all the names of them. <laughs> you know, I probably should have spent a bit more time there. But you're right, it is. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think the... the like, I don't think Rolk and I don't think um, Caretaker are, like... I wouldn't say they're mechanically like overburdened in a way. Like I think that they're they're a good mix because you're effectively like yeah. there's, there's 
what I will call dumb boy jobs, the jobs that I get killed. <laughs> Just going down there and pissing off and trying not to get killed. Okay, Dad, <laughs> no worries. Um, but, you're, yeah, you're right. Like, walking into that first room and seeing how many doors there were and going, oh, my God, 25, fucking hell. That's a lot of symbols. Um, the interesting thing about having this moving DPS phase is Divinity is always, like, I was just seeing now, like, the meta previously when you have stationary is, you know, it was a well and bubble. And now it's, like, moving DPS phase, Divinity is almost a given. Like, yeah. Linear is just, yeah. just fucking red. Yeah. Yeah, we did, like, over half damage with Linear's with Divinity. And I sort of, I don't know, I don't know if I like that, but, I mean, it would have been really fucking hard without Div, that's for sure. I, I don't have Div. I don't know yeah, what the world first did. I'm assuming they used Div and Linear's, but... I'm not sure, actually. I, yeah, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to go back and have a look. Um, but, I mean, speaking of Worlds First, Salta Greppo, Slack, Kairos, Moople, Quaz, and Cruz, congratulations. Uh, fuck me, it was close. Uh, I was watching watching Salt stream and watching Datto's stream at the same time. Um, it was it basically came down to who could put down the DPS. So, uh, and, and that and, like, going back-to-back in raid races. We've never seen that before. Uh, absolutely nuts. So, solid effort. Congratulations. Well earned. And I mean, they had a fair, a fair few issues too. They had a, a pretty, pretty cursed run in terms of uh, error codes and glitches and whatnot. So uh, they did it the hard way and still managed to get there in the end. So I don't think anyone can doubt the fucking absolute tenacity of, of that team. So congrats. Yeah. Um, right. Let's get into the into the real meaty part of this. Rock. Oh. The law. I don't know that you. I know you're not in the mood. <laughs> I'm not going to bust your balls out for too long. But. Dude, what a character. Like, part of me, part of me, and, and I'll say this, like, just as a complete, you know, nothing. Um, part of me is upset that I didn't know all the backstory before going in and doing the fight. That's what I always tell people. Sometimes it's better to know before you go. Yeah, because, like, this guy would have would have seen heaps more epic <laughs> before. You know, because, like, when you understand that he basically obliterated his whole fucking planet, <laughs> then you go, oh, shit, yeah. we might have to take this guy seriously. He's basically a... You know, mass murder on a massive scale. Yeah, he's very similar to how Callus finds the shadows of Callus, which I'm assuming is very intentional because Callus, you know, I think will be a disciple of the witness. So this idea of one one thing surviving like mass extinction and then like elevating them to superpower people uh, is sort of like Rolk's story. Um, Bit of a psychopath, likes killing and all that kind of stuff, likes murdering, uh, disowned by family and, you know, essentially a, a regime on his home planet, and then just chopped everyone up and then blew up the sun. Yep, and killed the Pop whole planet. Up. Killed the whole planet and then just said, cheers, I'll throw him a lot in with the witness who came past and said, you know what, good job. <laughs> and uh, then, I don't know, I assume he was given a museum as a reward or something, whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, like well, that's, yeah. So the museum, the museum part is, Rolk ends up doing experiment. Well, no, that relates to the worm, the worm sort of part. So then Rolk kidnaps, kidnaps, uh, coerces the worm mother Zeta to to join the forces of the witness essentially, and they make the worm larvae. Yep. And 
that's like big bombshell that essentially Worm Larvae didn't didn't exist before Rolk found Zeta. Yeah, and they're a, they, they are a direct concoction of you know ultimately the witness and that sort yeah. of dark side. Like they're not in, in sort of an inherently evil thing because they just exist that way. They were manufactured that way and it's deliberate. So yeah. I mean, and and that and that links into the campaign because we see the witness talk through the white worm, which we now know is like you know artificially created, yeah, um, by Rolk as worm father, which is a little the little the little <laughs> yeah old mate the gun old mate the gun calls him worm, worm father father <laughs> um, the queen deception queen hey yeah, what's his name Mr Payne. Um, I um. Uh, I don't know the mechanics of how someone like Rolk boosts a gigantic worm. You know, the worm that's underneath the the fucking up end. Like, I don't he's know. Done, he, he just says like he he he, he can. He, he's like an adopt, I suppose he could be an adoptive father, or like that's that's pretty. You know, well, clean. yeah, he didn't really buff it, log. He well, look. Well, like they weren't they weren't getting born before he turned up, were they? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're okay. saying, but it, it says he like he cuts he cuts bits off her sort of deal. Well, I mean, I don't cuts know. What, I don't know what that keeps. Well, that's the whole bit with the experiments. I think that's like that's why the not the museums like that. Yeah, and I mean all the all the you know scorn with worms on their head trapping carbonite as you walk in. I mean, I know that's not yeah. what it is, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, once once I read that, because I, I watched you put together your video on it and then got to face him myself, so it felt like a bigger deal. So I, I, I don't, it's not a criticism in that, like, I completely understand why the lore of a character like that would be hidden behind the raid that is just all about them as a, as a character. But I feel like sometimes getting, like, it, it misses the build up. Like, I don't think we'll yeah. have seen sort of that Taken King... Uh, like King's Fall. Well, yeah, that's you that's, know, like, that's when you walk in and you were like, I know who Oryx is. Holy yeah. fuck, he's fifteen stories tall, and I've got to fight him now. I'm thirty stories, whatever. I think there's, I think there's value in both, though. I think there's value. Oh, yeah, in both. totally, I mean, totally. Because, I think there's you know, value in knowing who you're fighting, and there's also a lot of value in um, the surprise of seeing the boss. And it was one of the things that really annoyed me is because. We couldn't get it done, so I had to have it ruined for me by the cutscene. Because everyone's like, oh, there's a cutscene. Yeah. After I was like, I I so desperately just wanted to get to the boss so I could have my reaction in that room. Yeah. And not necessarily finish it, but, but just but so I could there. see him. Yeah. And you sort of get, not robbed, but you just don't get that opportunity if you don't get it day one. And look... There's value in um, having a boss we have no idea about because I think this has really opened up the Destiny universe and the excitement for other planets, other stories, other alien species. Um, But also, like you said, it does take away some of the value or the meaning, how meaningful it is. I'll say this for it. And, like, you know, be that as it may, we got the the lore um, out of the raid. I, I was genuinely a little bit concerned, and I don't know whether I've spoken about this sort of on the on the cast or not. But I was genuinely concerned when we killed, when we well, when we defeated Sabathun, right? Someone that's been massive in the canon of Destiny for you know basically since since the get go, you know, for as long as any of us can really remember. 
and it was kind of like, okay, well, that's done. Uh, and here's this other character that's come in, uh, the witness. We don't really know anything about them. I'm like, shoot, if this, if this isn't engaging, it could, you know, it'll, a lot of people will feel like, you know, it's a bit harder to invest in this, this new story. Then the raid law comes comes along and the story of, of Rolk and, and his backstory, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, we're sweet. <laughs> I want to know more about this. I want to know more about the Like, sort of through Rolk, I now want to know more about The Witness. I'm, I'm heaps more intrigued, and I'm heaps more... Yeah. Like, I feel like we're going to face, like, a few disciples. Like, there's going to be a few people... Maybe they won't be referred to as disciples, but I, I agree that we're probably going to face Callus at some stage as a disciple... Uh, and fuck knows who else he's got sort of squirreled away for us to fight. So if they're as interesting as, as Rolf, fucking bring it. I'm, I'm down. And I, I think it's it's been a welcome sort of challenge in terms of, like, we, we didn't need another Hive raid, you know. We didn't need necessarily another Fallen raid. So this is a completely a, a different direction, and, and I'm for it. I really enjoyed it. I think it's excellent. Yep, I agree. Big um, time... Uh, and the post raid, the post raid mission was fantastic for building a bit more story too. It revealed a lot of things about the raid and, um, you know, the the Leviathan bone and things in the. You know, you know what I'm going to say next day. Yeah. <laughs> but but say it. Uh, the post raid campaign, the post raid mission was great. Got a lot of lore in there. That big room with the Leviathan bone is sort of confirmed. You get a reunion if you take in, take in your annoying worm friend. Um, he gets a reunion with Worm Mummy, and it, it sort of fills in some of the gaps from the the lore books as well. And you can also get your lore books as well. Uh, Sabathine Witch Queen popped up in chat, and that's also relevant because they finally solved the ARG for the Collector's Edition book, and that revealed that we, as in this universe right here, might be the parent universe of Destiny itself, meaning we're all connected and that Sabathine's trying to break out of the game and into our universe, which could explain how she's on Twitter and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that. I mean, she's like a less funny Deadpool, I guess. In she's now talking to us directly, which is kind of a little bit intimidating. I mean, Kyle's done that as well. Remember that season of the shows, and she took over the the uh, the Twitter account as well. So right. I don't know. I, I like that. I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. And honestly, if Sabathun ambushes me out in the street, I think it'll be a noble death. I'll be fucked. That'll be the end of me. So, uh, rock and roll. Um, right. We need, to, we need to, I, want to, I want to talk about this because I paid more attention to the seasonal story this week after being admonished <laughs> for not doing oh, the I'm, last I haven't finished you it haven't finished week, it? so you dumb me. There's, look, admittedly there's not much, but there is some pretty uh, extensive dialogue with, um, what's his name, Salad Bowl, um, Lord Saladin, saying that he kind of converses with um, one of the dudes that are doing the mind stuff. the Scions. Yeah, one of the Scions. And he, he kind of relays what the experience of, of that's like. And it kind of, kind of made me feel better about, <laughs> about all the horrific torture stuff we were talking about last week because it doesn't oh. sound that bad, right? Okay. It's kind of like, kind of like he, he's, he's 
conveying moods and all this sort of stuff through, um, yeah, I mean, it's worth, it's worth watching for yourself, but it's, um, I, I don't know, I think, I think it took a bit of a sting out of last week, because I was pretty, I'm like, I was, I, I hadn't thought about it properly, clearly, and, uh, I was kind of like, yeah, I was coming around on the story, this definitely throws a spanner in the works, there's no crow this week. Um, no tantrums this week, just just a bit more exposition. So I'm, I'm interested to see where it heads, um, and I'm, I'm kind of engaged in it, more so than I thought it would be. You know, traditionally we don't get the strongest seasonal content coming alongside a, an actual True. DLC release, but, I mean, this is enough to, you know... Don't, don't you reckon they should have just, like, released it this next reset? Just let let everyone get the witch queen out of the way, and then the, se- the actual season starts a couple of weeks later. Yeah, like after a week after I mean, the raid. I wouldn't have had a complaint about it. It would have been, been fine um, for me. Anyway, I don't know if anyone else has a spot to take on it, why it wouldn't work or what, but fine by me. Um, yeah, all right, cool. Well, that's that. All right, let's, let's just follow on the, the quickly blast through the 12 and then we can maybe talk a chat, see what they think about the raid. Um, okay, so here's the numbers, right? Total players that entered the raid on day in the first two days, actually, in 48 hours. Uh, 546,616. That is a big number. Over half a million people had a crack. Players, players that cleared the first encounter, acquisition, 270,000. So that's me. Players that cleared caretaker, 131,000. Uh, players that cleared exhibition, 80,000. So there's a fair drop there, Matt. That's probably fair enough for me that you didn't get through that. And then unique players that cleared the full raid, 32,000. 621. So, congrats if you made that. Um, then, look, how many total enemy defeats? Over a billion. Get wrecked. Scorn. <laughs> I hope you've got some in reserve because uh, we're doing the damage. Uh, total hours spent in Vow of the Disciple contest mode. 4,223,843 hours. That is just fucking massive. It is immense. Um, right, trials coming back this week. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't had a look at what the, the breakdown is, but I know that um, the summoner is returning to the loot pool as well as Aisha's Embrace, the um, scout rifle. So it'll be interesting to see if we get any any juicy haul on that, Matt. Have you there is, apparently. Show your, uh, show your story. I, I thought it might be a continuation of that, but we'll look forward to that in future weeks because I think there's an, quite enough to fucking talk about at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Iron Banner uh, is coming around as well. It'll be around at reset. Um, I already have both of the weapons because I was cheeky and I kept my Iron um, Iron Banner engrams over the season. So you little shits. I, I didn't think that that was a thing. I thought I like I was just doing it for uh, for the XP, and then I was like, you know, you could get the actual weapons, and then I did it and got two of both of them. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't particularly like the, the hand cannon model. I think it looks... You don't like it? No, it looks like a spud gun. I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, and the, the sword as well. I like the sword. It's pretty cool. Razor's Edge. Uh, right, that's about it. Look, that's that's the, the pertinent stuff in the in the um in the swab. Uh, if you have attempted the raid, what we want from you now, Maddie, what was what, that? What's that new segment called? Um, high lows, highs and lows. What, what was your what, what was your um favorite part? It could be anything. It could be the lore afterwards. It could be Rogue. It could be getting kicked in the face. Yeah, uh, I like a low moment. 
Uh, it could also be getting kicked in the face. It could be, I don't know, getting stuck on something. It could be anything. Highlight, low light, exactly. I think highlight the highlight low. is Rolks. I'm being cheeky. Rolks characters character design. Oh, I'm taking multiple. Character design, mechanics, and law. <laughs> it has, it's a triple it's a triple threat. threat. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> he looked good. He fought good. And good backstory. The best the best comment I've seen about like when when first Rolk was encountered, the someone in, in the chat went, "Look at the fucking shins on this man!" And I, every time I've seen him since, I can't help but think about that. Look at the fucking shins on him. Uh, uh, low light. Yep. Low light is ammo economy on caretaker. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. My highlight, definitely the law, more more so than anything, because it, it, it's bit me again, and I'm you know I'm 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 keen to take a lot to get loggy into it. Yeah, I mean, oh, sometimes it depends where I'm at. Just in life, this in is general. really piqued your interest in yeah, yeah, I'm I'm keen. Like I want to know more. I want to, and not just why is that? Out. I don't know. It's like more sci-fi. It's more more fantasy. I don't know. I mean, the whole fucking thing reminds me of like a tool film clip. And maybe that's sort of <laughs> what gets me. It, it, it feels maybe it's just that it's fresh, you know, like there's a, a new aesthetic, and you know, Rolk is something that we haven't seen before at all. Um, and I mean, as is the witness. Um, maybe maybe it's just that freshen up that I'm like, oh shit, I don't, I, I don't know what any of this is about, and it's all really, really visually kind of disturbing, but also classy in a way. I don't know that whole the whole raid space is is. Just strange and abstract, and I, I'm into it. Compared yeah, to I think I think I feel like it opened up the Destiny universe to being more sci-fi. I think that's what makes people excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though we have things like the Dreaming City and and this that, I don't know. Roll Roll Kid's different. I don't know what it is about him. I think it was how direct he came at it. Like he came into the story too. It wasn't like. It, you know, and it runs contrary to what I was saying about getting a big introduction to the character and, and all of that before you face him, but he was something completely different, and he's like, well, I'm fucking here. You know, it's, there's no big foreboding sort of like, oh, the pyramids are coming for four years kind of, kind of deal. It was like, oh, shit, um, he's this guy, and he's fighting on behalf of the witness. Um, maybe it's that, maybe it's that he... I don't know. I mean, he just looks so condescending at all times, like just with his hands behind his back. Just, I don't think I've ever seen a raid boss or an enemy in a game with such attitudes, and he'll shit talk you too if you like. If you're struggling, he'll he will absolutely voice dialogue triggers, and he will shit talk you. And I think that, that adds to you know sort of the suspension of disbelief that you're not just doing, you know, playing a video game. You're fighting an enemy, and I, I like that. Um, Right, low, my low is just, you know, just the, just the issues that we had, people getting, you know, yeeted and connection issues bugs. and the bugs yeah. and all of that. And to be, to be fair, like, it's the first time we've, we've really experienced that in a day one raid. It's a shame. Uh, I'm glad Bungie got on it really quick and dealt with it the way they did. Um, and, yeah, some of the fucking idiots carrying on about it, but that's just me. I, I was stewing these things. Um, right. There's some good highlights, lowlights in here. Right, let's go through. Uh, highlight, getting a hero moment. That's IP defining. Yeah, killing Rolk. Yep. Mm. Lowlight, the the wiping to bugs. Yeah, definitely. 
highlight, this is going from Zenshi, enemy density throughout the encounters. We haven't spoken about this, but yeah, true, true. I feel like the raid was very specifically designed for Void 3.0. And if you were running Void 3.0... You're going to have fucking, a great time. You're going to be able to sit yeah. back and watch the fireworks. It's beautiful. Yeah, just blowing everything up. I thought it was fantastic how you could have your build, and it works. It it wasn't, you know, like I was punching shit and it was blowing up. That's, I think, and it was a concern of mine too, because that the build, like the heart of Inmost Light, thing that you and I have both been doing sort of since launch. To me, it it felt like something that was, it was going to be fun in like easier content, but once you got to more difficult shit, you were really going to, it was going to be too risky. Yeah. And like maybe maybe at the back end of the raid, had I managed to get there in contest mode, it would have felt, it would have been that way. But we weren't dying in the the first couple of encounters. To, to ads, it was mechanics. So yeah. I, I felt like the enemy density just added to the spectacle rather than made it like overwhelmingly difficult because you could handle it with Void 3.0. So I think they know that. What it does do, and I saw, I think it was Paul, Paul Talzi said this in a, in a tweet through the week, that it makes all of the old content feel really sparse. <laughs> you know, like you're going in, oh, there's three dregs and a vandal, shit. <laughs> used to kill him like things in seventy, right? They're just endless waves. You and your fucking three dickhead mates. Why would I care? Um, yeah, d- definite point. Definite point. What was Sensi's low light? Sorry, I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah, different difficulties. Ammo, lack of opportunities to get heavy ammo. Yep. So you know, champions and stuff. So yeah, agree with that. Uh, lots of stuff about atmosphere, highlight atmosphere of the raid, low light bugs have come up again about yeah. about the bugs. Lots of bugs. Uh, experience day one raid, we had, didn't mention that, like a lot of people jumped in, yeah. nice, not, plenty of time to grind, not even grind, easy to reach the level, contest mode, Saturday, that's definitely a highlight, lots yeah, of I mean, opportunities to jump in. Keggy, who, you know, our, the third and most talented member of the ZDU, who does all our overlays and all of that sort of stuff, um, he's, he plays heaps more casually than you or I do, uh, and he was able to get up the level and, you know, jumped in, and it was fine. And I think that, like, the more they can remove those hurdles, the more people, you know, will, will give it a go. I don't, I don't think this was a, um, by any stretch of the imagination, easier experience than Deep Stone Crypt in terms of jumping in and, and trying on contest mode. But I think that, like, people are still excited to get in and experience it in that way. So the more people can do that, the better. So, unreal. Um, getting like, getting raid ready for day one attempt. Low light, having two clan members forget we're doing day one. Oh, God. Are they still clan members? Can we get the gold? <laughs> <laughs> two ex-clan members. <laughs> Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on the raid exotic? I have not fired a fucking shot with it yet, but I will tonight. I'll check it out. I like the idea that it kind of hoards uh, debuffs, but I'm yet to get my head around how practical that is in, in terms of actually using yeah, it in the game. Do you know it also reloads on buffs? So if you manage to, like, gobble up a buff, it reloads the gun. Yeah, so if you get your overshield, it'll reload it. If you get invisibility, it'll reload it. If you get devour, it'll reload it. I'm getting a lot of overshields these days. Exactly yeah. what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is I'm getting that. So, like, you literally could just... You could you could 
throw your um, throw your Captain America shield, and it will it will restore. But the thing is, always give you the overshield though, does it? Yeah, it just has to be a hit. Yeah. Oh, it just could be really, it could be a really small overshield if it if it only gets like a one hit. Okay. Right. But the devourer is like you you don't have to reload because devourer just keeps proccing if you get a kill. I didn't even think of that. That might make it yeah. very broken. I, I had a go at devourer. I, I actually had it in my um my build for for the raid, and I'm kind of I'm not quite sold on it. I'm I'm still muddling my way through uh what I'll where I think I'll ultimately sit in terms of my build, which I think is great. Uh, because like everything I've done, I've been able to use effectively, but I'm still kind of fine tuning it, which I think is probably the intention of like exploding a system like that, the way that they have, making it so much more modular. Um, but beyond that, PvP, I, <laughs> I'm going to need to think about that because I'm going to go into trials tonight and see what I can do. But I've got a horrible feeling I'm going to be running into overshielded titans and invisible hunters like fucking nobody's business. <laughs> so, I'm going to PvP. I mean, I haven't even thought... Like, look, that's where I live normally. Like, not that I'm any good at it, but that's normally where I live. I have not thought about PvP and Destiny aside from one night of comp in fucking three weeks. So that's how good the story content is. If there is any other metric that it can be measured by. Since um, your, your boy, you're not listening. Buffs, reload the weapon. Debuffs <laughs> is what you steal from an enemy and you apply it to other people. You shoot... Buffs, proc the reload, debuffs, you nick them, and you apply them to someone else. It's beautiful. I think it could be, um, like, it might be something that's useful for one person to run. I don't know that it's necessarily a, a thing for everyone. Um, but, no, uh, time will tell. We'll see. I'm sure that there'll be, you know, a million creative ways to use it on the internet very, very fucking soon. So, go for your life. All right. I think I think we're at time, Maddie. What do you reckon? You got any closing comments? Anything else you want to discuss before we fuck off, Ski? No, I would just like to tip my own, tip my own horn and say that Highlight Low Lights is a great segment and I'm glad we could do it. I think you nailed it. It's heaps better than the law will find you wherever the fuck, like in a dark alley <laughs> with the fucking knuckle dusters on or whatever. <laughs> you know what? It actually forces some pretty good feedback. It takes a lot of the emotion out when you get people to do Highlight Low Lights. Yeah, because they have to couple the negative with something good. They can't just come in and shit. Well, they can't just come in and, I don't know, what the opposite, whatever the opposite of shit is. Chill, I suppose. <laughs> I think it's, we're forcing you to give a balanced opinion. So, you know, suck shit if you're not into it. <laughs> uh, Patreon podcast come back? We need to bring that back, yeah. Fuck. We should do that. <laughs> it's been a very busy time. It's been a very busy time. Uh, all right. Well, we might close out there. Stand by for a raid. But uh, what are you? What are your plans for through the week, Manny? Just going to be keep it on the law train. Fucking cheap. Uh, yeah. Monday, we'll probably read the. No, Monday we'll probably make a video on upending, upended, upender, whatever it's fucking called. Upper decker. Yes. Uh, Upper decker. Yeah. <laughs> probably <laughs> that. We'll probably read moth law, and I need to finish the season. This week as well. <laughs> Congrats on this. I just completely somehow missed my attention that this is the 250. This is the quarter quarter fucking century of the DDU. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ, we've wasted some fucking time on this shit, haven't we, Matty? Oh, too much time, mate. Too much time. All right, see you next week. Get fucked. Bye. Bye. <laughs>